What is up, good people? So in this episode, we touched on anything from COVID-19 to the Last Dance documentary with Michael Jordan. I had the pleasure of meeting up with some good friends I've known since high school. Uh, we had a lot of different opinions, a lot of laughs, and of course, beer. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Yeah, that's a good middle note to keep up. What is up? What is up, everybody? This is Corey. We're back for episode four of Beer and Bullshit. We are finally here. I've been dragging my ass with this episode, <laughs> and I do apologize to my good people. Uh, I got a, a group of uh, special guests today. I got the Alanises, I got Ruben and Madison, and I got my boy Kate Fuller here. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? What's going on, man? What's up, everybody? Chilling, chilling. Just getting into it. Uh, we should have been recording because we've been having a great, like, hour-long conversation. You know, I finally made it here uh, in one piece, no blowouts. <laughs> so, how y'all been? Good, man. How Still y'all good, feeling? Bud. Pretty good. A few drinks deep, we're good, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> about to open another one. Yeah, cool, cool. I'm passing my boy Ruben some hot Bud Lights, but you know we'll make it work. Some some (laughs) some gumbo. (laughs) What's up? What's on y'all's minds, man? Talk to me. Man, let's keep going with what we were just talking about, man. Man, we were talking about some culture shock stuff, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Going, uh, you know, some of y'all who know me, I am from Houston, so you know, going sixth grade from Houston to Mauriceville, and if you don't know where Mauriceville is, don't look it up, because they'll promise nothing's going to come up, <laughs> the little four-way, but, uh, yeah, and that, I think that's the relation we have, you know, that's why, honestly, this is the first time we've hung out, probably, outside of Spanky's, right, we, we've always brushed shoulders, right. and everything, you know, but this is the first time we've ever hung out, and I think the relation is going to, like, Mauriceville, you know, yeah. like, maybe not at the same time, but dealing with the, we had literally the same encounters, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, so, it's easy to relate to someone, you know, like you, because we went through, we went down the same path, you know, damn near the same friends. All right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's crazy. We never hung up. Like, it is crazy. Man, it is. You know, I don't know, man. I think it's the MMA thing. I was a little intimidated. <laughs> you know, it's funny, headlock. man. It's funny because I don't, I don't smile a lot. And uh, yeah, people well, always say I have that face where it's like, well, you got and, this, you got this presence, like this, or this demeanor, like uh, running into you at Spanky's. Oh, that's that dude that fights. Like, if I say what's up, he's gonna put me in the headlock, chuck my ass out. Everyone had that thing, and then they'd be like, "Man, once they finally meet me, they're like, you 'You're nothing like what I thought well, you were gonna be.'" And uh, Chris and I's interview, he's like, "Man, dude, he's like, bro, what? You haven't did that podcast yet, man? They cool as shit." Yeah. 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 What's up, Kate? How much, man? Talking talking about Ruben though. I told Madison whenever they uh, whenever like they said they're getting married and all that stuff, I was like, you know what? Why don't you date guys I can do something to? Like, <laughs> like you date these big ass dudes. If, you, if, look, if y'all get an argument and he hits you, you just hit. <laughs> you just hit. We'll talk about what you did later. But I'm not gonna go fight him. I can't defend you. I can't defend you. Like, what's, what's the deal? <laughs> what's up, Madison? How you feeling? I'm I'm good. I mean, how has work been? I've been seeing your posts, you know, just about. I've really just been working from here. Oh really? Yeah, I'm okay. not ready to go back. I'm having fun, like spending time with the family. Yeah. Well, this like I think this time just like gave us uh, 
uh, like space to really just create and uh, draw up a business plan for like our own businesses. Like that's all it is, you know. This two months, like that's all I've been thinking about. Like I jumped out on a whim with the podcast, you know, and then speaking, you know, with Ruben and speaking uh, with Kate about our own businesses. I think we can all make something work, you know, together. You know what I'm saying? But like in our own lanes, and uh, I think it could uh, can can really pop off. I don't know. I'm just not ready to go back. Like <laughs> I'm having fun being, and him too. I think he's having fun like being here. Yeah. You know, and spending time together. Well, like, it's just like, I mean, the people who do know us, I mean, we're on it all the time. And, like, it, never ends. it forced us to take a break because I was mm. going for 12 hour shifts at work, four hour, two hours teaching a kid's jujitsu class, two hours MMA class, hour and a half at the gym every day. And I think my body needed this, this, this break just to stay home. Dude, that's, yeah, I mean, that's a lot. That's 80% of your day. Mm -hmm. Right there, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I never like, see him. Holy shit. Madison used to get mad because she'd say I'd leave the house at like 3 in the morning and come mad. back at 9 and 10 at night. <laughs> but yeah, he's gone all day. Yeah, but hey, I mean, there's, it's production, you know, it's not, there's, you know, there's a lot of people that are just fucking around and, you know, not doing anything, you know. Honestly, just sit, like sitting here and talking before. Uh, we jumped on this, you know, I've, I'm already motivated, you know, Absolutely. you know, with the podcasting and uh, with everything else, you know, maybe some MMA, I mean, yeah. some lessons. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this whole, this whole quarantine, man, puts things in perspective. Yeah. Because when this first, when this first started, I was, you know, I wasn't, I work in hospitals, so I knew I was going to see some of it, but I wasn't worried at all. And I started seeing cases in Southeast Texas, I started getting a little bit more, and I told my, uh, Told my girlfriend, I was like, "Look, if this if it gets to where it's up to a thousand cases in the area, that was my number. I was like, if it gets to a thousand cases in the area, then I'm gonna I'll, I'll call them and tell them I have a cough. I don't know. I'll call them and tell them I can't come in. I have a cough. Yeah, whatever the case is, because a thousand people, you got to think where they go, the stores, the people they come oh, in contact man. with, and how it's gonna spread. And I was like, it's at the end of the day, it's not worth getting. I can I can make money somewhere else. Right. If I lose my job over, it's fine. Yeah." But at the end of the day, it's not worth getting them sick. Oh, you know, no. Spreading it around. Not. You know, you just don't want to, uh, anyone, really, anyone in their right mind, you don't want to take that risk. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's not it's not worth it. And like Madison said, you know, just being at home with family, it makes you appreciate the, the most simple things, bro. Like, really? I, <laughs> at home, man, I we had a, like a bag of kidney beans. I took like three kidney beans and like put it in a napkin, rolled it up. I went to elementary with it. Germinated these kidney oh, beans yeah. and planted it, and you should see my you little put it plant in the milk carton. No, I put it in like a little, you know, a little planter. But you should see my uh, my little plant now, bro. And then I went to like the Dollar General the next day and got like a shit ton of seeds of all different kinds. And I have like a little, <laughs> like a little quarantine garden. <laughs> it's cool though, you know, because I got to spend time with my girl's three year old, you know, doing this or the, the ten year old. And it makes you appreciate the little things, you know. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I, I not once, once all this was going on, and before we knew more information about it, like about really the average age of somebody who's dying from this is, yeah. I think, eighty-one years old. Yes, yeah, but like, before, older people. Before we got this information, though, when it seemed like everybody was dying, like we heard somebody from that was seven years old died in Louisiana. From mm. So when that came out, I was like, that's "Well, I can't." I yeah, that's whenever I said, "I, I can't risk. I'm not going to risk my." You know, my son and my no, girlfriend. I'm, I can't no. do that. Can't no. do it to them. 
Money's not that important. No, man, and that you know, I think that's the uh, the line we have to draw. It's like, is it worth like, is that dollar, that extra dollar, worth you know a life? Yeah. You know, and then also like people forget like we could be carrying like this virus, you know, and then pass it off and not see, you know, not even know, not mm-hmm. even know. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you just have to be considerate of of others. We all have grandparents. Absolutely. You know, like, that's the ones we need to be careful of. Right, you know? Not to draw a screeching halt to this, but I think I had it about two months ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, and like, whenever I'm, usually, like, I have a good immune system. I really don't get sick. Yeah. When I do get sick, usually I cure it with, like, a shower. Take a yeah. hot shower, sweat it out. Just sweat it out. Yeah. Two or three days, I'm good. This, I had all the same symptoms, and I was sick for about two weeks. About, like, the 14 days that they say. It wasn't quite that long, but it was mm-hmm. almost two full weeks. And even even my girl was like, "What do you? What, would you stop coughing?" And I was like, "I remember. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm sad. trying. I can't help it. Can't help it." And then apparently, and then they came out with information saying that it could have been here, you know, December, January. And I was like, "Well, shit. That's that's when I had it." Yeah. But I don't. But I'm not gonna pay to get that antibody test. <laughs> nah. I'll just nah. claim I'm a survivor and just keep on going. Yeah. Buy a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> just keep on pushing. <laughs> So a little bit about what you do. I don't think I've I caught that. Yeah, I work at a uh, mental health hospital, man. Yeah, work with uh, all kinds of stuff. People with fighting depression, yeah. um, people with suicidal thoughts, schizophrenics, people who are hallucinating, anything, mm, all kinds okay. of. Man. I see all everything. Oh man, so it's, yeah, yeah. That, that sounds, sounds like a challenge. <laughs> it is. It's a challenge at times, yeah. but you see, uh, it gives you good insight though, because you you learn a lot. You yeah. learn a lot about, uh, like, when you see somebody who's depressed, man, you learn, like, what it could be from one, like, for an example, one thing I've noticed with most people with depressed, yeah. with, uh, not with depression, with depression, is, uh, it usually stems from some sort of loss, mm. like, loss of parent, grandparent, yeah. uh, boyfriend, was taken away from boyfriend, girlfriend broke up with them, something, it's like a moment that hits them, yeah. and that's where the, pres- the depression stems from. Mm. That's like stuff like that. It gives you a lot of good insight, but then you also get the rough part of it where it's somebody who just used drugs, yeah, and they're hallucinating and yeah, they're just out there. Heard they're, some they're on another that. planet, yeah, yeah, like some crazy stories. They come down on us like they never, they never come back. Never. And you know, Man, a lot of it is that's, uh, dude, that's scary. Yeah, a lot of it's uh, <laughs> yeah. especially in this area is synthetic weed. Yeah, synthetic oh, weed oh ruins God. people. Oof. Ruins so, people. So, I, like, I deal with hotels, right? And, bro, it's like that's more addicting than any other thing in this area. Yeah. It's the fucking, like, this fake weed. Because it's because they look at it like it's legal. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's legal. Oh, and it's, it's, it's synthetic weed. And it's like, yeah. okay, is it? Well, tell me how you synthetically make a plant. Right. Yeah. Right. And they right. see that, look, and look at you dumbfounded, like, oh, now I don't know the science behind it, but, oh, it's chemicals, sir. I can tell you the science behind right. it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's chemicals. Yeah. You can't just make weed synthetically. It's so made you have to grow. Feel good, so it's like don't even give a shit about the science. Right, man, you know? it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. What is up, Ruben? What's up, man? Not much. <laughs> man, not much. <laughs> yeah. So how how are you and the fam been, bro? I'm pretty good. You know, I have really... been passing time. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm an operator, so I didn't stop working. <laughs> I've yeah. been working, so I've been fine. Uh, kids have been driving them. You know, they've been driving everybody crazy. <laughs> Less yeah. to do. Running around the house like little wild animals. Yeah. But besides that, man, it just 
made me feel grateful about having an essential job. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah what'd you say about having a what? An essential job. Every job is essential. <laughs> Thank you. What's up, Madison? So tell us what, what you do. And... Haircuts are essential. <laughs> <laughs> no, haircuts are essential. They are essential. Yeah. I, but I want to know, like, is every, like, I'm seeing a lot of hair posts because I do hair. Is everyone seeing hair posts or is it just me because mm-hmm. that's the industry I'm in? No, I think I've been seeing a lot of posts about, you know, people frustrated because they can't get a haircut. Yeah, you know? I feel yeah. like it's a I've got a couple of illegal cuts in the quarantine. <laughs> wow. for sure. Well, for sure. I don't know if it's illegal because you don't pay. You're not a paying customer. Well, but well don't house... say I don't pay. Look, people are just listening. They don't really know, know. that you're my sister and do it for okay, free. Brother, sister. Okay. Well, but my, my house isn't licensed, so card. it still might be illegal. But my, my whole yeah, deal is like... Okay, so you have like the, you know, your uh, beauty salons and then like the tattoo parlors, places that like are the cleanest, supposed to be the cleanest, right. and they can't open up. That I'm pretty make irritated that tattoo places can't open and we can't, because they're more clean than we are. Yeah, like, it's like everything's sterilized, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, But I, what I heard was it's because they haven't closed those because of the amount of time you spend with the person. And it's, oh, not about, okay. it's not about the number of people, it's about the time spent with the person. Mm. Which, yeah, but you can get it in a second. What do you mean? Like, if I sneeze on you, you're going to get it. Oh, you can, oh, contract, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah, I'm just saying that's from, from what I've heard, because I was questioning the same thing, because, you know, you're my sister and I, you know, I care about you being able to work, I was questioning the same thing, like, why is she not able to work? And they say it's because of the time spent with the person, I'm like, well, I mean, that doesn't really oh, you're seem saying to matter. Hair or tattoos. Hair or tattoos, general. same thing. Yeah. Well, I think it's, a you lot spent of so it much was like the six right foot one rule, one. right? Because right. we're so close. To and you it. are breaking the right, right, right. But I, got you. I don't know. This just this thing's weird, man. I, I don't know. It's like, uh, well, right now I, I haven't been saying much about it because of all this other stuff going on, you know, which is a, a touchy subject. You know, I try not to watch the news as much. Like I was just telling you guys, my news is Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Instagram, yeah. you know, it's my news comes from my friends, you know, and like we were saying, that's that's why negativity is in the news because the media has they need a story, something's got to stick, yeah, you know. And it's, it's crazy how fear, fear is what sells, yeah, fear is what oh, sells yeah. in the world. That's why that's, that's why you yeah. see the the craziest stuff on the news. Yeah, it's that's that's what's gonna get attention. That's what somebody's gonna share. Like, oh my god, did you see this? Boom, yeah. they share it. Nobody's gonna be like. Oh, this woman saved this dog, this dog from drowning. It's like, oh well, no, you know it's, great, it's a good but, story, but well, it's a cool story, yeah. heartfelt story. But everybody's concerned about their death with this this COVID. That's really not. I mean, fears, fears what sells everything. Everything, anything, yeah, you everything. Do, anything you do, fear is the the bottom line. I mean, yes. Look at Christianity. <laughs> How many people you think would still be Christian if they didn't know about him? Oh, for sure. For you know, sure, yeah. It just it is what it is. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I, another thing I was just thinking about earlier, um, like how it, I don't know, it's crazy to me how we enjoy watching other people live, like reality yeah. television. Yeah. Like think about how many channels like, but uh, it's literally just reality TV all day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Big it's like brother. it's so addicting. Jersey Shore, uh, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, like it's, it's like just, a, it's like an overproduced vlog almost. Yeah, they're not special. They're just, but they just hit the highlights. But see, the other thing too is like, 
The Jersey Shore was interesting because that was how people from Jersey lived, and being from Texas, yeah, that was a whole nother world. That was world. a whole nother world, bro. You know, they had us GTL in. Like, <laughs> what was that? What was that southern one that they used to have? Like, uh, you know, Bama Bama Shore? Yeah. yeah. Oh, See, because that one wasn't that interesting because was that a, was just us. That, that's a good point. But think about if we were like in New Jersey, it's the other way around. Right. That's a good point. I never thought about that. Yeah. Honestly, like. Because, yeah, I'd watch it, and I'm like, man, this shit is not, it's not even that fucking interesting, Mm-mm. you know? But Jersey Shore, you're like, whoa, these are aliens. <laughs> yeah, but the, the other thing, too, is, like, you'd hear their slang. You'd be like, what? What does that mean? Get cat. Yeah. <laughs> Go get the cat. Like, what are you talking about? What are you saying? Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying to me? <laughs> I think I'm getting old, because a lot of the slang I can't keep up with anymore. Yeah, you're getting old. <laughs> You know, you gotta keep up with. It. You got kids, man. Yeah, <laughs> you have kids. Well, it's, it's it. crazy because, like, uh, you know, some like some words like woke and some things like that. You can hear it on like CNN, mm-hmm. like these newscaster people. They say like woke, or I've never heard them say lit or anything. That'd no. be crazy. <laughs> no, but you know what? <laughs> we were watching uh, Ratatouille yeah. the other night, and the chef said, "What did he say?" Uh, he said, "This is highly suspect," and I was like. What? <laughs> Does he say that? <laughs> but you know what? I'm wrong. I apologize. I don't. I can't keep up with some. I don't know what Stan means. Stan. Stan. Like a hardcore fan. Like when, Eminem. Like when Stan? somebody's like, no, not that one. But some when somebody's like, I stand this. I'm like, but, oh no, but, I've never heard huh? That. I don't know. <laughs> but huh? huh? I got. There's this word they kept using on. Paul um, Keaton. That's cool. I can't yeah. What that's Stan, I've never heard that. Fuck yeah, that's Stan. a new one. That's a new one that, that they're saying. I don't know what it means. Too hot to handle. Did y'all watch that? I don't think. Oh, that's so no, It was a word that was like talking about like their like humor, but it was some weird word that I don't. I, know. You know, I've heard some weird slang in the country. Turn to an old like, person uh, podcast real quick. Like I remember, <laughs> yeah. I remember I had some friends from Seattle, and they used to use the word sweaty. Like it, that, that sweat, like it made you nervous. Mm. Like it was like okay. a verb. Like I can sweating. get, I can get with like that. I word. would hear them say it. I'm like, what? <laughs> I can get with that. Though. Yeah, I've had, uh, I've been around guys like you know coming up and be like, man, damn, that's nasty. But they mean like that's it's cool. That's yeah. good, that's good. You know, damn, that's nasty. <laughs> it's crazy how like just a completely opposite word can. Sort of sound cool. Only in the English language. That's a, but that's a, <laughs> that's a, only in the English language. <laughs> that word's used a lot in MMA, though. Or yeah, in fighting. Oh, yeah. Nasty. That's yeah. a nasty like way said, That's like, a nasty English language. Is the word. What is it? Banter. It means playful. Like, yeah, playful banter. banter? Like, yeah. yeah, they're banter. Well, that's just a normal word. I've never heard that but, before. Okay. <laughs> well, I hadn't heard it until I watched that show. So. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of shows, man, I've just, uh, I meant to ask you guys this earlier, but I'm glad we're recording now. Uh, have y'all seen The Last Dance? Mm-mm. Dude. Oh, no. Jordan Dr. Minor. I yeah, want to watch it. I want to watch it. I saw a, a commercial about it the other day, but it's, I haven't had time to sit down and like... Now that they've like they put out every episode, it's like 10, it's a 10-part series, mm-hmm. and they're like an hour long, watch it. Because it's, dude, it's amazing. What's so are we going to have to talk about Jordan uh, and LeBron now? <laughs> Apparently, uh, I've heard after this documentary, there's no more discussion. And you see why you see why everybody says Jordan is number one. Yeah. Because after this this documentary, there's no more discussion 
He just George's has the best this of winner. Them. He's a winner. He but just has this me, winner mentality. To me, you know Jordan's the yeah. best basketball player to ever played. But I have to say, LeBron's the best athlete to ever play basketball. Oh man, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd agree with that. That's yeah. his. It's just his athleticism. He's a monster. Yeah, he's yeah. one of the guys that you see and you like. Man, you could play like six professional sports too. Yeah. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Well, see, I've always, I've always, I need to watch the documentary because I've always hated the argument when they say, "Well, look how many times LeBron lost in the finals." Yeah, it's like okay, well, when you're talking about the best basketball player, yeah, you're talking about the singular player. That's right. what you're saying. You're not talking about the best player with the team behind him. Yeah. Because when you go to the finals, that's a team achievement. Yeah. Well, a single, for sure. a singular player cannot cannot win the finals. Can't win. Right. But let him win championship. Right. Yeah. So, but when I've or, what I've heard from the documentary <laughs> is that Jordan made his team what they were. So yeah. by being so uh, disciplined. Right. And I don't want to spoil anything, but like, dude, spoil in, in practice. <laughs> anything like this guy is he's in your face he's in your ear like yeah. you fucking suck like mm-hmm. bro i need you to to get your shit together we're on the job today mm-hmm. if you can't get it together get the fuck off the court mm-hmm. that's his mentality throughout the whole documentary in practice yeah. uh and phil fit like phil you know he's real positive but he's just like listen to this guy you know like how do you tell Jordan? No, he wants to win. When you have the best player on the team, you, you don't know tell what I'm him saying. Or when like, you have the best player in the in the world, you don't tell him no. Right, and you, it, it's crazy because like Steve Kerr, uh, uh, even uh, Scotty, like he, they'll tell you in the the the, the document, like the documentary, that they were afraid of this guy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And the reason they were afraid of him because he was the best. He didn't you know? let knew. he. I forgot the player's name, but he didn't let one of the players eat on the plane ride home. He's like, you don't deserve to eat. After the performance, and he just didn't eat. didn't let him eat. It's crazy because it sounds it sounds like he's joking, yeah. uh, and a lot of these instances, but he's not. You know, no, he's like, serious. He's, he's serious though. Yeah. But people can see it in his because he has a, apparently a bad gambling problem. Yeah, like if you make a bet with him, it's a bet. It's a, mm-hmm. Let's go, let's do it. Yeah, and uh, he he punched Steve Kerr in the face at practice. Yeah, and the coaches are like, they talk about that too. Yeah, coaches are like, me me if Ruben hits you, like don't get hit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Don't get hit. And Jordan put he put it. He said he said it the right way. Like it's it wasn't a gambling problem. It was just more so as he he he's competitive. Yeah, super competitive. He said I I would have played golf against the guys I gambled for free, but I I'm so competitive. Like I have to win. You know, like Tommy Brady. Yeah, you know, just has this super. Yeah, super competitive spirit. You know? And I feel like I'm competitive. Like if somebody challenges me to something, yeah, let's do it. Let's just see. Let's just see if we. Let's just see. Yeah. But apparently Jordan is like you see why he's who he is. Oh, for sure. Because, because it's like friend or I'm not, not like, like he's going to mm-hmm. win. If he loses, he's pissed off. You know, like no. we're friends. Like if we lose, I mean, it's like okay, you won this match. You know what I'm saying? Like with this guy, it's like nah, fuck that. We're rematching. I gotta Come win. You know what I'm saying? Like. So it's it's crazy, but honestly, he couldn't have done anything he he ever achieved without Scotty. Right, he, he couldn't have done it, dude. He he needed that guy, you know. And that's I know a big point in the documentary was uh, it came out about one of Scotty's contracts. Ah, one he, of, he his, was so underpaid, so underpaid. He was like the um, I don't remember the number, but he, he was, wasn't even in the top ten of like no, no, highest no, paid no. players, yeah. and he was Jordan's number two guy. Yeah, that's crazy that someone can make that much money playing basketball. We're still saying they're underpaid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. He's yeah. saying they're underpaid. I, I mean, you if hear you that look a at, lot. If you, if you look at 
Scottie Pippen and his contribution to the Bulls at the time. Yeah. And then you see his contract compared to other players in the league. You're like, okay. In comparison, he's underpaid. Like yeah, when right. they talk about, you know, but not for like about, uh, Lamar Jackson's underpaid. The dude made ten million dollars this year. What do you mean? Is that? But yeah. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. Yeah, I guess. Well, I don't. I mean, you guys probably know way more about that deal than I do. But like, why? Why did Dak turn down this? Oh, uh, I, I, I got would, information on that. Yeah. It's not true. <laughs> it's not that deal about the um, the contract at thirty five million a year. It's like 40, he, he wanted, or... yeah, he wanted forty five million in last year. Yeah. That's not true. That deal, uh, that deal never happened. Mm. That deal was never offered. It was never even talked about. Mm. So that, um, what's his name? There's a guy, Sims. I think his last name is Sims. He is not a. He's not like a. Um, I can't think of it. Can't think of the guy's name. What's the guy that always has the breaking news in the NFL? Um, Ian Rappaport. He's like an Ian Rappaport, or the other guy, the uh, main, the big one. He's like an Ian Rappaport. He, this Sims guy, used to play in the NFL. Right. Well, he, I guess, was trying to get into the um, the insider information. Yeah. And somebody gave him that information about that contract. But that contract never happened. That contract oh, was never on the table. Uh, so. That's not it. that not that they wouldn't offer it to him, but whenever he put it out there, somebody gave him that information, and he didn't check with any sources to confirm oh, it. Oh, okay. So okay, it wasn't okay. true. And okay. the way things are nowadays, they ran with it. But It made I, sense, though. I've heard a lot of things about his contract, and they seem like they're kind of trying to make Dak the bad guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I've heard that he's not really asking for that much. He's asking for shorter terms. Mm-hmm. But, he's, but if you think about it in a smart way, because see what he's looking at, and if you think $35 million is too much for Dak, I don't think you see the trend in football because $35 million is too much. But if you think when Patrick Mahomes gets his contract, how much is he going to make? 40 45 Right. Lamar Jackson, right. 40 45 So when they're making 40 45 and that's the new high, and then Dak's making 35 35 38 Yeah. You see, that's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. what Dak sees because Dak knows – or the people he's with knows, hey, yeah, you signed a $30 million five-year contract. That's cool. But then you're stuck at $30 million. And we know right. Patrick is the right. guy who's going to break that ceiling. Just right. like Aaron Rodgers, when he broke the ceiling. Yeah. And Joe Flacco, he was making that 120 And then Jared Goff, you know. They right. just, it's a trend. With the, TV, with the TV deals that are coming in now and the advertising deals and stuff, the money's going up. It goes up every year. Every offseason, somebody mm-hmm. breaks the new... Oh, this is the new highest-paid safety. Highest, Aaron Donald last year, I think, was the highest-paid player in the NFL. Everybody breaks it every year because the TV deals are going up. The advertising deals are going up. Yeah. So, what from what I've heard, what Dak wants to do is also get shorter terms because he wants to stay with Dallas, but yeah. then he wants to be able to, after a shorter term, be able to renegotiate and be like, okay, well, this is what I'm worth now. with the that- new, with, Given the new... TV yeah. deals, and this is what everybody's making now. That's where the so $45 this, million had come from originally. Right. That's mm-hmm. why he said, the first four, I'll make this, but that fifth year, I want 45 because right. then the Cowboys either have to pay him 45 yeah. or they have to renegotiate because the highest-paid quarterback just went up $10 million, $15 right. million. Which could be like the Mahomes. Which like is going to be, you know, if Mahomes keeps doing what he's doing, he's going to get paid 40 Yeah, Lamar Jackson sure. has another year like he had, yeah. or even half of what he had. He's gonna get paid forty. Yeah, that dude's a superhuman. Yeah, that dude's an animal. <laughs> oh, you know, 
and it just it is what it is. I think it's smart of him to do that, but nah, that's well. why that's why the deal made sense was because it looks like he wants this. He wants thirty five or thirty a year, and then his last year he wants mm-hmm. forty five to keep up with the exactly, yeah. increasing right. contracts. Right. But uh, Chris Sims or whatever his name was that that put put the put that deal out there, put the information out there. He didn't confirm it with his sources, mm-hmm. so that deal wasn't mm-hmm. that deal wasn't actually there. From what I, from the information I've got, yeah. that the deal wasn't there. So that it made Dak look like the bad guy. Whenever of it wasn't true. Yeah, but but no, now that that just like put everything in perspective. Like for me, you know what I'm saying. So I appreciate you clearing that up because I had no idea. Like, no, what, I might be clearing that up, or I might be wrong. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'll be wrong. I just, that's the information Maybe I got. Dak just, just, just money. All of it, I don't you know. know what I'm saying? Like just all of it. Just the, you know the point of him signing like 35. You know, then this other guy signing for 40. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it makes sense. Makes yeah. a lot of sense now. You know. So, no, I, I appreciate that. Um, what have you guys been watching? That was another uh, question I, I think I had on my little list. I oh, to yeah. Ask, like, have you ever been making time go by? But, like, ultimately, like, <laughs> He's what like, have you no. <laughs> I'm going to skip one. You know what comes but, to my mind, though, is the new Dracula show. It's only three episodes. What's it on? It's Netflix. on Netflix. It's, on it's Netflix? only three episodes, but it's yeah. really good. Love, Death, and Robots. I watch oh, that all stop. the time. <laughs> <laughs> no. Man, if you've never watched Love, Death, and Robots, give it a try. It's a lot like, uh, I was compared to Black Mirror. Uh, oh, okay. I've but seen, it's, it's not Black like Black Mirror, yeah. but it takes the concept of, we're going to tell you the short 10, 30-minute story, and it's, it's going to blow your mind. Like, you know, oh, shit. Okay. And it's cool because, like, it's animated, so they can have a little more fun than Black Mirror does. Yeah. But they have, they're different, so, like, there's different animations. There's some that... Man, it looks like the intro to this brand new Call of Duty game. Like, the animation's so good. And there's another one where it's a cartoon, like a little kid. Like, they just jump around. Yeah. And there's just cool stories. Like, there's one story of a Marine battalion in Afghanistan. And in this world, werewolves are real. And they're in the Marine Corps. And it's showing you how, like, the Marine Corps might implement a werewolf in Afghanistan. And it's a 16-minute story. And if you like military movies, it's it's a badass 16-minute... just imagine that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's high quality, you know. And the best thing I like about it is it puts you in the middle of the story. So you don't know what happened before. You don't know what happens after. You're just... Here's the climax. You're going to watch that 15, 20-minute climax. And that's it. That's all you get. He's watched it probably five times. At least. <laughs> if, man, if you like if you like documentaries, have you seen uh the five seven on Netflix? Dude, you gotta watch the five seven. The five seven. The five seven is about right cops now. in New York City, I think it's in the eighties. Yeah. It's about the fifty seventh precinct and how they get involved with drugs and dude, this documentary. Wait, what's it's called the five seven? The five seven. I'm pretty sure we watched that. Uh, not probably like a month ago. Like, how yeah. long has it been? It's on? been on there for a while. Yeah, I'm it's been on sure there for a while. I finally it. committed. I clicked it a few times. I finally committed to it. Yeah, it's, it's just about dirty cops. Dude, these dirty cops and this, <laughs> and, yeah. and that's you a know, hot topic right now. Right. Well, <laughs> technically yes. Yeah. But they, uh, yeah, man, and they get involved, and you see, which to me, I don't know if the cops. I'm sure some cops still do this today. Oh, yeah. But you see how, like, these cops, uh, not to spoil, or I'm not going to spoil a ton of it, yeah. but at one point they go in, they, uh, they have a sting operation on this house, they go in, there's garbage bags full of money. Oh, garbage shit. bags. Yeah. And, you know, they don't have body cams on, like, today. Yeah. So they're sitting around, like, nobody's in this house. 
they pocket a few thousand dollars put go put it in the back of the cop car and they they the cop even says he's like who are they gonna tell right they're drug dealers you gonna tell the cops you gonna tell us that you we stole your money yeah no nobody's gonna believe you are you gonna tell, tell them we stole your drug money or you're gonna go to jail yeah. So they do. They're robbing people, Holy and it, shit. man, it goes through the whole thing, and it is awesome. Yeah, it's very interesting. The five seven. I'm gonna five seven. Man, so I um New York City. I'm pretty sure I've, I've seen it twice, like every uh, season of Ozark. I watched it probably two or three times. I love Ozark. Super Ozark. fucking good. Yeah. Did y'all finish it? I didn't finish it. it. I watched. I watched up to season three, and I cut it off. No, what? I, I don't know it. what happened. It was so good. What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't it's know what so happened. good, dude. You I don't know what happened, man. I haven't seen all of it. I've seen the first two. Yeah, you know. gotta watch season three, uh, three times. I think I just <laughs> love Jason Bateman. He's great. Yeah, Ruth, Ruth, Ruth is my favorite character. Yes. Ruth is everyone's favorite. Ruth is sad. I actually had a patient that looked exactly like her. There. Really? I, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to tell her like, hey, could, rightfully so. I wanted to tell her like, for me, could you say? I don't know shit about fuck, please. <laughs> but I, I was no, like, bro, I'm a there's, professional. There's a meme. It's Ruth and it's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh, and it says, I'm gonna tell oh my 2001 kids, Justin. Yeah, I'm going to tell my kids this is uh, Ruth from oh, home. Or, okay. Yeah, or maybe it's the other way. Maybe it's Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to tell my kids this is Justin Timberlake or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think early, early in sync, Justin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got the highlights. Crazy hair, little macaroni hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she dresses up really nice, though. Yeah, she's a pretty girl outside around. of that. Yeah, she's also uh, she also played in the show Waco. She's uh, she's, I haven't seen that. Yeah, Waco's Ooh. pretty good. It's like a six part series, uh, six part, not documentary, but yeah, it's like a series, and it's pretty good. It's not bad. They have a documentary about that too. I watched. I started watching that one, but yeah, I couldn't get into. It. I watched it? Uh, Waco. It's a, the same. It's the same thing, right? It's about the uh, the cult out uh, in Waco. David, and David Koresh. Yeah, his yeah. And he had his he had his followers, his cult yeah. people, and they started. Got and it, it's with the damn near like the six part series or five part, whatever it is. It's damn near like identical to the okay. documentary. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's so much alike. You know, I need just to that out. pretty much just a reenactment. Yeah. of it. You know, um, I just watched Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Uh, Mexico, Hollywood again today. Mm. Super good. It's like four hours long. I started to watch that, and uh, my girlfriend made me turn it off. So it's it's <laughs> why I don't know. She wasn't into it. It's uh, I think it's uh, if I had to put it like in a, a handful of words, like uh, the sum my summary of it. It's Tarantino's take on the Manson, uh, you know, the the murder of like Sharon Tate's friends yeah. and all those people. Like it's it covers more than that though, doesn't it? It could, uh, well, it's not, it, that's not the focal point. Of no, it, right? no, no. The the focal point's more so. Uh, Cl- Cliff and uh, Rick uh, Dalton. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically to me, it's just Rick Dalton and Cliff's friendship. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then they throw a little bit of the Manson, mur- you know, yeah. murder of uh, Sharon Tate and the other lady that was like the Folgers heiress. I forget her name, but uh, yeah. Uh, and then you know all her friends, but uh, it, it's pretty good. You know, I like Tarantino. Maybe I'm just biased because he makes like some good movies. His Joker grew up on excellent. Yeah, yeah was. Joker was excellent. I haven't seen the Joker. Don't get him started it's on amazing. the Joker. Excellent. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, Book I'm always been a now. big Batman fan, and my favorite villain has always been the Joker. Oh, for but sure. But it's like it's a like a real life version of the Joker. The new like, Joker. Yeah. 
I feel like it, it almost is, brings a like, background story to Cause it. like yeah, because mm. the Joker's never had like a story. Like everyone knows who Bruce Wayne and Batman is. Everyone right. knows Clark Kent and Superman. No one knows right. where the Joker came from. Right. He just kinda right. was like yeah. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Do something. I'm schizophrenic. You What's know? up? It makes but you really sympathetic. It does because it because it's like it makes it humanizes the Joker. That's the way I see mm, it. Yeah. It makes him real. And it's like it shows you the everyday struggles like someone with those mental issues would go through in the system. Like yeah. and it's crazy because it's it's so factual because it's like that is that is how it is. Yeah. We're yeah. just gonna try to ignore it and he just has to live with it. Yeah. And it and shows you him snap. <laughs> that's why that's why uh resonated with me was cause it's he I mean he clearly has mental health problems. And that's what that's where I work. And like seeing him there's a the scene where he Thinks he's going in and making out with that girl, his neighbor, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Going through that, and then see, like, I see that type of stuff at work, and they don't know what's going on. Like, I, I was like, man, that's well, so real. That happens. Yeah. That really happens to people. But what's crazy is, like, we finished watching the movie, and we couldn't figure out what actually happened. Yeah, that and was what a bummer. Didn't happen. Yeah, that was a bummer because you don't know what's real. Well, he hasn't seen that. it, so we can cry. That's why. That's why I, kinda, I try to cut it short to yeah. help him out. But no, I mean that's a, that's a good point as well. Like you know, you see Joker and all these Batman movies, right? You just know he's crazy. Mm-hmm. Why is he crazy though? Right? But the you thing know? too is and he's changed. Like, he like the yeah, uh, the old Jokers from back in the eighties and nineties compared to Heath Ledger and Jared Leto and, and now Joaquin. A, a lot of people didn't like Leto's Joker, but I did. I liked oh. it. I got yeah. it. I liked it because... I, I got it. Exactly. I liked it because he was his own Joker. He was yeah. a gangster Joker. He was a gangster you know? Joker. But like, like, cause back in the day, there was the gangster Joker, but it was the 80s, and that was an 80s gangster. gangster yeah. Now he was a modern gangster. Yeah. You know, this was our gangster. <laughs> yeah, right. You're not gonna have a guy in a pinstripe suit and a you know fedora in 2020 walking around. With a Tommy gun. Yeah, like, well, that's not how <laughs> <Yeah>. this works. <laughs> You know, for that one, I could see it. Yeah. yeah it was nice. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, other shows, other shows. Netflix-wise, um, Ozark, um, there's a Formula One show. I don't know if you guys are into that. But, uh, yeah, Formula One. Uh, I haven't seen it. There's, like, a dating show that I keep say, that keeps oh, popping man. up. No you know what I'm talking about. about. Love yeah. is blind. No. No, not that one. <laughs> I know. It's the... Uh, uh, too hot to handle. Is that was called. No, That's what I, I think it is. About. I think it is love. The, it is the love. Crazy. Is love is blind. Yeah. They're in those rooms. <laughs> yes, it's love is blind. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's I haven't, not, I haven't that, seen it, but it always pops up. That's not uh, the one where everybody they like made a point to only cast like really attractive people. That's not that one, is it? They do that on every show. No, no, because it's where they get the audition. Fine. I went on. That's too hot to handle. That's too hot to handle. That's the one I'm talking about. They get yeah. fined and lose money for doing you sexual activities. You can't have activities. any sexual activities. Oh, so you guys have seen Too Hot to Handle? I've, I've seen half it. an episode. I've heard it's about. very good. The first couple episodes, I was like, what is happening? This is a train wreck. I got, I got <laughs> the concept of just like, it's No, it's really, it really was good because they like, they learned and like took from it. Hopefully. Well, no, no, no. I know it's like what they did. What they did. But what they did is they got that stereotypical person who was very good looking yeah. and had nothing else. Oh, and shit. they were just like, a a bunch of dumb like, like when you hear them talk, you're just like, I'm getting a fucking head. Oh, like a valley, like a valley returning. Like, stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. 
That's it's just That's a room of those though. people who can't control. I mean, just can't control themselves. Huh? Oh yeah, dude, I get it. Most of them did. Most of them really wanted the money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. But money is everything. But this <laughs> thing though, you, you say that, but they're getting paid per episode. Yeah, they're getting paid. Yeah, to be you're getting there. paid per episode. That's and true. it's a lot more. It's a lot more than you think. Yeah. Especially for somebody who comes from like a small town, like I'm sure some of them did, and then you're on a TV show. The the the, the audition I did a long time ago was for for almost a thousand dollars a day. Damn. For Damn. four days. Damn. So, well, I thought. Well, this was a long time ago, but I thought like Big Brother was basically enough to pay your bills back at home. Like, you weren't really profiting depends. anything, but you could... It depends. So, I think it would depend involved. on the show. You got, also, it depends on where the show is filmed, because that's where you're getting paid from, so you're getting yeah. taxed there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're getting taxed mm-hmm. out of that state. So, it, it just depends. Well, and it also depends, too, because, like, what they might seem reasonable in California, maybe a lot of fucking money in, like... I don't know, Kentucky. True, true, true. <laughs> also, Great but, city. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, also, sure. if you're on a TV show, it depends how long you're on there and how much you're getting paid. It might put you in a different tax bracket. I'm also surprised. Which would take away some of these up to people, 48% of your money. I'm also surprised that some of these people don't take more advantage of something like that. Because that's a big publicity on yourself. Absolutely. Especially nowadays, you start a podcast. This is so and so from Big Brother. <laughs> what's, yeah. what's crazy is speaking of regular TV, man. I was just strolling through the channels the other day. There was this episode of Catfish where this girl like made up this entire plot. On like she made up the whole thing, but at the end, like Neve and the other guy, they're so smart. You know what I'm saying? Like they figured it out. Mm-hmm. They caught it out. You know, and just like pretty much embarrassing on national. T- she embarrassed herself on national television. So was she pretending that she was getting catfished? She was pretending to get catfished. Okay. Um, she had hired um, some some people out of like uh, Atlanta to, to uh, catfish to her, make basically this fake profile. But oh. where she fucked up was like when she's showing like the emails and stuff, and she's like, "Oh yeah, and this is the guy's number. It's her phone number. It's oh, her yeah. her phone number." Like, oh, it was so, so sloppy, you know? It was just really sloppy. Yeah. That was like, pretty you, smart until she did that, though. Right. I mean, if you're going to make you it up something, I mean, it. just take some time to to do it. I mean, Maybe I probably couldn't do it. I'd get caught because my shit be super sloppy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you're going to, like, do something like that, like, uh, you know, take the time to, to perfect it, you know? I, I go to this, like, I just Googled her Instagram or whatever. She... She made herself look so bad on television, like she didn't gain anything from it. It's like and she how had, many followers did she? She had like six thousand followers. That's it. That's it. Damn. She was on MTV. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. at least ten k. Like nah. I think she um she probably lost followers. You know what I'm saying? Because right. because people like need they're so nice. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't do that to somebody like that. People see that and they're gonna be like, oh, you're you're just hungry for attention. There's yeah. people who really get. People who really get caught up in that world, where they think they, you know, they think they every, found somebody everyone, who cares about them. I mean, just look at today, they're not, dude. They're not like, a real if person. you go outside and like, if we see a fight, I mean, we're gonna call the cops or break it up, right? Right. Someone else sees a fight, they're gonna record that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone's hungry. That's for, the world we live in. Right. It's it's crazy. You know, like at these protests, everyone is. It seems like they're protesting just to record, just to have some sort of content. Yeah. You know? It's very, you know, very that's sad, sad because that's probably what it is. Is that they're, pro- star, they're protesting bro. to have something to post? Exactly, mm-hmm. and it's so it's sad. It's so sad. Yeah. 
crazy world. You know? Burning people's businesses down just for Instagram. I, I, I don't, I don't understand that part at all. The, that's, part, the burning of businesses. Yeah, and, that's what I was saying earlier, man. I, I don't know if you were, I don't know if you were here when we were having this conversation, but like you know, some of the protesting when it goes too far, when it goes too far to where you're basically like the guy in Dallas that basically got, yeah, I think he was in critical condition. Yeah, I saw, the one I saw is that he died. Really? In the wow. hospital. I saw that he died. They yeah. do, they got. Like that white sheep, that guy, yeah. But he see, when there's when there's big moments like that, you're losing the focal point of what your what the issue is. Yeah. When and that's my opinion. Exactly. Like I'm not I'm not out there protesting, so I can't say. But that's a, but that's from a my good opinion, yeah. from my opinion, somebody seeing the news yeah. and seeing, like, what I do see is when there's regular protesting going on, you see, like, hey, there's, you know, 500 people out here protesting George Floyd. This, that, and the other, or uh, his death. But then, as soon as someone dies, or as soon as a business gets lit on fire or looted, you see that. And that's all they focus mm-hmm. on. You don't see... That's the it's, it's no longer the issue that's right. really at hand, which is, you know, this cop killed this innocent man that... Which, you know, even if he even if he committed the crime, the death was wrong. The cop right. was 100% wrong in that situation. Yeah. So you... When, they, when it gets too crazy and too out of hand, you almost lose the focal point. Yeah. Well, but and me being a white, uh, you know, a white man in America, I can't. I don't understand. Yeah. From that point, of, from the, from a black person's point of view, I don't understand. So I can't say I've never been there. I've never been in their shoes. I can't say that. But yeah. what I, from somebody who's looking at the news, I can say if you want the protest to to work, it's got to it's got to stop at a certain point. Oh, it can't. It can't. Is... You can't light everything on fire because that's all we yeah. see. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like it's like people think you have to do one or the other. Like you can be upset about the man that was killed, and you can still be upset about the rioting. You can't. You don't have to pick one or the other. Exactly. You know, like you can you can acknowledge that they're both wrong. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be a side. It's like when people, you know, when people see someone who have the American flag with the blue stripe, you know, that doesn't mean you're against Black Lives Matter. Or if you're against, if you are for Black Lives Matter, it doesn't mean you have to hate all cops. Right. Because I, I promise you, good cops hate that kind of stuff just as much exactly. as Exactly. And I, I saw videos of that today. And also, like, like you just said, like, when you see, like, Blue Lives Matter, you mm-hmm. know, for the cops, like, people forget that you don't have to be, you don't have to, like, go against that. Like mm-hmm. you said, you know what I'm saying? You can have... Black Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can have both flags at each hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people, well, it's just like, I think people feel like they have to pick a side. Yeah. You know? And it's like, like there's other things that that's never happened. Like, when you see someone, you know, driving down the street and they have, you know, Marine Corps veteran on, on the side, of the, or my son's a veteran, you don't think, oh, they support the war and killing people. That's not your thought. No. They support veterans because you understand that they could do one or the other. Right. You know, and that's that's a big issue with what we're going on with right now. Yeah, and with the the protests, like I don't I don't agree with the burning of buildings and shit, but you also have to remember people get you know. I get it. You get you know, well, you, know you get you get you get fed up, and it's like you have to do something to make whoever's in control. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like hear you. You know, um, yeah. I, I heard of people uh, laying on the ground, like in certain cities, laying on the ground with their hands behind their back. And like uh, laying on the ground for nine minutes, and they're screaming, "I can't breathe!" For nine minutes, that's their way of protesting. Well, yeah, Is that how long that's, the video was? That's how uh, long. He stood in the back of his head for like eight minutes and thirty something. Like there's a timer somewhere. It's eight oh, okay. minutes and thirty something. But they're calling it nine minutes. But still, like 
Well, even eight minutes? Hold your breath for eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. Shit. I can't hold but my you, breath for 30 seconds. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and see, but and what what bothered me the other day is I heard uh, some information about like what the cop's defense is going to be. And they were saying part of the cop's defense was the other camera angle I mentioned earlier before we started uh, recording was there's another camera angle where he's like struggling with them. You know, whatever. That's, that is what it is. But when he's on the ground and he's detained, it's over. Yeah. Like, I, I'm a small guy. I can, if he's detained on the ground, I can handle him without hurting him. Yeah. It's not an issue. But... Did they not cuff uh, him cu- at any point? He was cuffed. No, he, he was, was cuffed, cuffed and he was being That's held down by three other officers. Okay. But the, so you don't see cuffed, the other two behind just... the cop. Once he's, once he's cuffed, there's nothing he, he, There's nothing he can do. You don't have to kneel on right. his neck. You don't have to do any of that. That's unnecessary. You're wrong do. after that point. That's a 100% unnecessary. But I heard the other day somebody was saying the cop's defense was that he was, uh, they said he was moving and fidgeting on the ground. And so he was taking that as, um, he was taking that as he was resisting. But he was adjusting, trying to get air. Yeah. He's like, you can't breathe. Can't breathe. You and and you on his neck. and you with as much jujitsu as you as uh, you've done, you know a blood choke when you yeah. see one. And you see where his knee placement is. He was losing blood supply to the brain the mm-hmm. whole time. And that's man, there's there's nothing that's right about that. That's it starts getting dangerous. Very you know? dangerous. Well, obviously it's the most dangerous. He mm-hmm. died. Yeah. The guy died yeah. It doesn't it. matter. At the end of the day, he's dead. Right. Like, it's fucked up, period. It's fucked no up, matter period. how you look at there's it. No, there's it no way. And yeah. that's why and that's why I said water. earlier. I, I just ha- I just so happened to watch the uh LA ninety two documentary, which is about Rodney King yeah. and what happened to him. Which is why I said which this is so dangerous because in that documentary have you have you have you watched LA ninety two? I haven't watched it, but I just know like a little bit about that uh you know well that I know situation. about the Rodney King situation, right. but also the aftermath. Right. The riots and shit, right. the LA riots. Well, see the yeah, see, the riots and I mean, shop owners were perched up on the roofs with guns. All that happened after the cops were found um, not guilty. Well, now that these arguments are coming out with like, oh, well, he was he was resisting in the car and he was fidgeting on the ground, so maybe that's why the cop was on him. Regardless, it was wrong. Right. But my what worries me is. We're already at the part where people are breaking into stores, lighting small businesses on fire, and all this stuff. So what if what happens if they find that cop not guilty, right. or what, what happens if they if they find him on a lesser sentence? They say, well, okay, he was he was fidgeting this, that, and the other, which is not an excuse to kill a person ever. But what happens if they say, okay, well, you're going to be on uh, house arrest for this many days? Well, that's not justice. No. That's not just for killing a man who didn't deserve it. No. So what happens then? Because in the Rodney King situation, that happened after they were found not guilty. We started that before this year with the George Floyd situation. Right. It they is. they started that before he's even was arrested. Yeah, right. I feel like this guy has no way out. That's no. what. That's yeah. what. All that's what no. I don't really think he deserves a way out. But, but his lawyer, everyone is has a good lawyer. Right. His well, lawyer is known for getting cops off. Like that was his reputation. But how is America gonna react to that? Horribly. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's like, what I'm saying. If if yeah, he gets found he not no guilty, way out. if he gets found not guilty, bad, or bad. found, or they put him on house arrest, or they do whatever they, whatever they do, if they don't fucking bury him under the prison, right? 
then he has no way out. Minneapolis will be burnt to the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh, it already period. is. It's already burned halfway to the ground. That's my point. Yeah. And they haven't even made it to... Tr- they did that before he was actually arrested. Mm-hmm. He just turned himself in, what, two, three days ago? Yeah. And they had already lit everything on fire. It'd be burned to a fucking crazy. And, and trust <laughs> me, and trust me, I just talked to a, a buddy of mine about this, about... Uh, I was telling he, you know, he's a he's a black guy. And I was telling him how I support him, and you know, let me know what I can do to show my support. Yeah. And uh, it's just, I was telling him, I was like, man, I don't know what, like, I don't know, supposed, like, what we can do. Right. And then, but luckily around here we've had peaceful protests. But, dude, they're like they're like fire. Yeah. Like if he gets sure. found like burning shit down, if he gets found innocent. Oh, what is gonna come? Up. What is gonna come after that is fucking Armageddon, dude. It's gonna be bad. Oh. Yeah, you know what? If if it were going to that, I would put money that it would turn into a civil war. For sure. Situation. I feel like we're already there. But sure. what's but what sucks though? Hey guys, can we pause real quick? I got this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling the Joe Rogan. No. Oh, All right. Sorry about that, everybody. We're uh, we're back. <laughs> Okay, the microchip situation. Oh, this is okay. But look, we're getting into it. So we're skipping ahead. We're getting off. Okay, we're getting off the George Floyd situation because during the break, during the break, we started talking about the microchips. Yeah. That I've known. I know nothing about. So educate me. Okay, the patent is called twenty twenty oh six oh six oh six. You look it up. Everyone's saying it's a device, a wearable device, right? Okay. Well, I don't remember the numbers exactly. 140 through 135. I don't know. I need to look it up again. But there is device 140, okay, which is, I don't know for sure. There's a human, and then there's another device, which is the wearable device. Okay. And in between the human and the wearable device, there's another device. Oh, what me. is the device? It never says what it is because okay. it's a fucking microchip. Okay, <laughs> okay. Hold on. Make this <laughs> that make transmits sense. the information to the wearable device. But make this make sense to me. What does it matter? Oh, because what I are the, want a what device are these in my body. It, supposed to do? It's supposed to like track your circulate location. through your whole body and like know your pulse and okay. your brain and like it's supposed to know everything and that... transmit it. Back to this device. The, okay. thing, the thing that sucks is I feel like we're, we're already dealing with, like, not necessarily microchips, but we're already dealing with shit that, like, tracks all these things. You know what I'm saying? It's like we don't even, they don't even have to, to, yeah, they don't even have to implement any type of chip in us because we... Because we have our cell phones. I was about to say, what if the eye is literally attached to yeah. our hands. The eye yeah, watch. it's crazy. Your eye watch. Your, your you watch, yeah, yeah your eye watch. Dude, watches. your Apple watch, it, it's... It can tell things. you when to take a breath. It's right, like, hey, you're stressing out, breeze. And our phone never leaves our hands. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like they if they're gonna track us, shit. We got our phones already in our got hands. It. Yeah. You know? And you think Apple is against turning down a multi probably multi billion dollar contract with the government? They wouldn't be against oh, it no. if it was a, if that was a thing. Who would? <laughs> uh, shit, I will, I will make them out of my garage if they offer me a couple billion dollars. That's that's it. That's it right there. That's how I can prove all of this conspiracy stuff that you don't believe in is true because of money. Oh, yeah. Well, you, anybody oh, here would broke, do anything 
for money. Well, I mean, because a broke at, person in Southeast Texas going, would make a man's garage. No, yeah. because anybody would. Going back to I shows, would. like I'm only like three episodes in. Right. But the Jeffrey uh, Epstein, yes. Jeffrey Rich. Yeah, that's uh, new. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's super new, right? But that his whole fucking operation just shows you money. people money. will do anything for money, money, bro. Like some of these victims, like they kept going back. Why? Because every money. young girl's getting two hundred bucks every every time. I know. know? Every, that was my argument. Every Why are you giving these girls two hundred bucks and you're a multimillionaire? Because yeah. they'll take it. Yeah, but yeah, and I they mean, did. Because <laughs> they did. It. Yeah. Give me two hundred bucks. I'll take it. But who yeah. was the first? This look, and this is probably gonna be controversial. Who's the first girl? He was like, well, I'm just gonna offer two hundred bucks and see what's up. Hey, she set the standard for the rest of them. Yeah. This cheap bitch. Yeah. Set the standard <laughs> for the rest of them. <laughs> because. It's true. If, it's true because if it was me and some look, it's different because I'm a guy. If it was some rich woman, I'd be like, "Bitch, just let me get the Wi-Fi password and we're good." But straight up. But so it's different. I can't say that. But two hundred bucks and you're a multimillionaire. Like multi-multimillionaire. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It just it it's proves... wrong regardless. I'm just saying. What's crazy? Two hundred bucks. Is... This guy had like a. They said he was like a. He had like a Gatsby like story like or like you know like his care his mm-hmm. his character was like a Gatsby like yeah, person like it's like what the fuck did he do yeah you know like you yeah. like just some rich guy that came like, out of super nowhere rich. like he was a fucking damn billionaire well, he managed money for some for billions he did for the for the guy that uh that that's over uh, or he owned like Victoria's Secret yeah uh, Abercrombie you know what's funny though me and um a guy at work all the guy that I talk with all the time he's in his 50s we're talking about like racism and stuff yeah and the slave the uh, topic came up about slavery and people being upset in today's time about slavery the reason I say that is because my argument was is I understand why people would be upset today because there's so many I mean I don't like saying it, but there's so many white families yeah who profited so much money off slavery, there's been generations of them that have never had to work. Yeah. Imagine if you were able today to start a company and you didn't have to pay your employees. How fast would you surpass Apple or Microsoft? You know, or yeah. Sony. How fast hey. do you surpass Well, that's why it's anybody. not fair to say right. all white people because, like, we know nothing of Because, like, white, well, right. no, white people see, should be mad, too, because then, like, are. why is why is this white person who was doing wrong right. profiting in their whole family? Because there's... Because they come we out of nowhere. Yes. But see, you start because looking we're up. automatically assumed to be racist because we're white. That's, they automa- about, that's how I feel. That's how you feel, but that's not true. It doesn't that's matter. That's why, that's why my I husband's have, black. See, but that's the thing. That's why I had that conversation with the per- with the person I mentioned earlier. I'm not I'm not gonna put names out there in case you don't want me talking about him. Right. But that's why I had that conversation with him because I, I felt like he was targeting all white people, and I was like, and you know, just where we grew up, we you know I played sports with all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. I I brought uh, a buddy of mine to school who was black every single day for the first half of our senior year, and you know we played football together, good friends. See, I, that's why I had that conversation though, was because I was like, "Hey, man, just want to let you know, like, you have my support. Like, I don't, I, I don't appreciate this. I don't like this that this police officer did." And he, and he was cool. He knew. He's like, "Oh, yeah, man." And, and we talked, and we talked, and he was saying he knows it's not all white people. Yeah. It's not. But he, but the point is yeah, that racism does still it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. 
But the point was of our conversation, racism does still exist. Yeah. And it's not all white people. And when they say, oh, white people, you need to watch this, they're not talking about all of us. And that's why I'm glad I had that conversation with him. Yeah. Was because it made it, it, made it clear to me, you're not talking about me. Yeah. You're talking mm-hmm. about the white people that are the issue. And that's, and that's yeah. fine. I get that. And I'm talking there. about, I'm talking about them too. I don't like, you know, because yeah. I don't like that either. It does. It doesn't make sense to me. It, it, but like I said earlier, I, this was before you even got here. I said this earlier. Racism is a generational issue. It's passed on from generation to generation. Sure. But the the more each generation progresses, and we see, and acknowledge we see that this is not necessary. Now, is racism as bad as it used to be? Obviously, no. Is it getting better? It is. It's but. As fucked up as it is to say, we almost just need those generations to die off. Yeah. Well, yeah. like what I what I explained to when I was talking to the, the guy I was talking to work with, I mean, as bad as it is to say, when it's taught like that, you got to look at it from. I hate to say it, if you look at it from the racist person's shoes, it's like trying to convince a Christian that God's not real because they it. were fed their whole lives. This is how it is. Right. This right. is. A, right. It's not like, hey. Racism is wrong. Stop doing that. Right. It's not that I can easy. Say for, right. From personal experience, but it's possible. It is possible, <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, it's possible, but I want you to go right now and find me a black guy who is gonna sit down across from someone he knows is racist and have that conversation, or the other way around, find the racist guy who's gonna sit down in front of that black guy right. and have that conversation, right. like not- you would if you were debating Christianity. You would sit down with someone. At some point, and have that conversation, yeah, you know, or whatever, really, whatever you're gonna believe in. I would love see me being a white guy who's not racist and who, you know, and this is this off topic, but I'll get back to what I'm saying. What I think, what I think, on and you, you could probably did you play sports throughout school? I play tennis. Play tennis? <laughs> that's a sport. That's, well, that's, that's a sport. Hard. I tried it. <laughs> it's just funny because we're talking about racism. You don't like to play tennis. Why sport? Yeah. Greatest tennis player on the world is a black. What you talking about? <laughs> but, but this is what we were talking about at work the other night. I told him I said, you know what really could help racism is involve your kids in sports and extracurricular activities yeah. because the fe- the because putting them around somebody around a big group of people that are opposite race, different, you know, all these different races for an extended period of time and putting them through suffering, which is like in the military, you build, the, you could speak on this. You build the best bonds in the military because you go through some like suffering and struggle together. Yeah. And foot, I, I can speak on football. So I played football. That's where a lot of my friends have came from is football. And I have no ra- racism in my body, but I've spent not not that I wouldn't if I didn't have football, but I've spent a bunch of you know countless hours out on the field running with with my buddies and we're all struggling together. But you learn about each other in the locker room, and you spend so much time together. That's why I think sports really could be the uh, big factor in fixing racism. The way, because the way I would see it is because I was real big into sports, you know. But the thing about it is, is you get, you know, the higher in sports, I've seen even like professional and college people, you know, college athletes, they talk about this. But you have all these kids from all these backgrounds. Think about our football team, even when we were in high school. There was a rich white kid. Yep. There was that ghetto black kid. You know, there was yeah. this poor white guy. There is, you know, there is this, you know, there's a black guy, and you know, and you started to learn 
how they all grew up. You know, some of the white kids started to see, you know, these guys that grew up without dads or without moms, and then you had to see what they struggled with. Or your friend on the football team who, you know, he lived with his grandma because his parents passed away. You start to see their lives. Exactly. You see who they are, yeah. and then you're like, hey, let's come together as a team, and we're going to win on Friday. Right. Fuck everything else that's happening. Fuck where we all came from. We're on one and team. As long as you and guys, we have to win. As long as everyone had that winner mentality. There was that goal. It didn't matter what color, yeah, what no. size, what shape you were. You know what and I'm that, saying? Yeah. It brought everybody together. But, so, yeah. but for from my perspective, what was good was I played I played wide receiver, which is usually dominated by black kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I played wide receiver and cornerback, and we were all, you know, you... You learn each other's personality first mm-hmm. because you're sitting there in line, you're sitting in line ready to run your route, and you're sitting there talking, you know, talking shit with each other, talk, yeah. you know, kind of getting to know each other. And then later, whenever you're sitting in the locker room and you're, or you're sitting waiting before games, and you're like, "Oh, my mom's out there," you know, my mom's wishing me good luck. I wish she'd leave me alone. And you start talking, you start talking to each other. Yeah. That's when you learn about each other. Yeah. And so, like, I can say, like, a hundred percent. Anyone from anyone that I play any sports with, no matter the race, all got along. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. There was never a race. In, there was never a race issue in sports. Period. Mm-hmm. No. That's why to. That's why to me. There's we, not a race issue. Period. When you're having a conversation. Period. No. I mean, no. Like when you, in general. When you're open minded and ready to get to know someone. I guess. But when you are trying. But when you're taught from a generation before you. That's then enough. that's yeah. when the race issue comes in. That's why I say race is a generational issue. Well, that, you weren't taught that. Were y'all taught that? No, but that's that's our generation. No, but we were taught. I'm sure you were what it was gonna be like to be black. Our oh, parents sure. were telling yeah. us, you know, we would come into altercations. Like I was talking about. Did Fresh your Prince. parents tell you that? Because you yeah. weren't you weren't raised with no. Black but parents. I was I wasn't raised with black parents. Still but I was it. raised with a mom who knew I was half black. But at the same time. I was also half Latino or Mexican, so if to a racist, either hand in hand, right? You know, you're not white. Yeah, it's either way because either you're talking about the black guys being ghetto or the Mexicans are illegal and they're hopping the board. There's a stereotype either way, and and for me it was hard growing up mixed because I grew up in Houston, so there was black kids and there was Mexican kids, and like it was hard to find out where I fit fit in. Yeah. Because I wasn't Mexican enough to hang out with the Mexicans because I couldn't speak Spanish, but I wasn't black enough to hang out with the black that kids because I was, wasn't black. That was my entire so like, yeah. struggle, bro. That's and why you found like, it. That's why you found football. You yeah, could, then you, you like, couldn't be on the court of the soccer field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's just some of the struggles and stuff like right, that. Right, that was my entire struggle as well. And just like with, uh, you know, like you guys said, like a, the race, like a racist issue. Uh, if you're like a, a racist mom and dad, right, you, you instill this in your kid, this kid is now looking for reasons to hate that black person. He's not looking for reasons to like that black person. Because that's what knows, he's been taught. Right, that's all he's been and taught. And a lot of the team is, you know, you know, those guys, you know, white guys that are racist, you know, they make those remarks under their breath that their kids hear like oh that black guy did or this n-word did that or this you know me- you know saying something about a mexican or chi- chinese or asian you know and that's what they hear you yeah. know and kids at young ages and i have kids so i know they pick up on that fast yeah, yeah. and that's Real like little sponges yeah absolutely you know, they that's why up. that's why i have came to the conclusion that race is a generational issue mm-hmm. for sure because I have my son, 
And so I know my son will never have an uh, issue with race. Mm-hmm. He will never be the one to call somebody, call a black person the N-word. Yeah. He will never do that. Yeah. It's crazy. Because of his upbringing. Yeah. Because I'm his and dad. And that's what, yeah. Like because I'm his dad. And I have good friends who are black. Yeah. One of my best friends is black. Yeah. Half, but black. Yeah. So it, it doesn't, he will never have that issue. That's why I came to the terms, I was like, oh, this is a generational problem. Yeah. Because I know what I teach my that, son. Because I, I couldn't imagine a parent telling their kid anything negative towards another person. Period. It's but it's crazy. it's not necessarily that they tell them that. It's, it's that the they actions. hear it. Well, it's also they the hear it and they absorb what, it. Though? But like, at the same if, time, it's like if they're driving through the street and they and a black person does something and they say, and they say a racial slur about them. Oh, of course it's a black person that does this. The kid hears that. Well, the thing absorbs that. The thing too, though, is you gotta remember, like, that's because our parents didn't do that. But if you think about our parenting skills, how many times have one of us done something and be like, "Man, my dad used to say this all the fucking time," or my mom used to do this shit all. Oh, for sure. You're doing the things your parents did. Yeah. So that's all. I haven't heard it. I've heard it from other adults, but I don't. By example, you know how you used to say. uh, You told me before. You told um, Ari or Jaden something, you're like, because I said so. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. Mom sure. used to say that yeah. all the time. That's yeah. the same thing. It's a, it's same, a memory. Same you know, learning race same concept. It never died in that family years, years ago when that was the norm. Yeah. That was the norm for all the families. And then some families, because <laughs> people forget. Like, we talk about, you know, MLK, and we talk about all these black people that made a difference. But how many white people stepped in at that time when it was frowned upon? And right. help them get out and you know, get into those situations. Yeah. How many white people were with Martin Luther King when he was Martin? You don't talk about that. Right. They just talk about the right people who were hosing them down in the middle of the right. street. And right. I say this all the time, man. Like I feel like eighty percent of like society, like they live based off other people's opinions. They allow other people's yep. opinions to dictate their lives. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when you have that I don't give a fuck mentality, yep. like you can literally that's the like that's the key to happiness. Right. You can literally do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. Like, I've been, I've, I've fallen victim to this, like, getting on Instagram, like, younger days, but, like, getting on IG or Twitter and t- taking a picture of something, posting it, because I want other people to see that, and I want them to be impressed by it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's not because I like that, whatever the hell it was. You just know other people will right. like it. But, you know, yeah. as we grow up, you know, now I'm like, dude, fuck it. Like, this food was good as fuck. I'm going to take a picture of it, you know? Mm-hmm. I like, but, like, I'm taking, you know, or whatever. I'm going to post about it. That, Hanging out with my buddies, I'm going to post about it, because that's what I'm doing. Yeah, Because we're kind of all falling victim to the media situation. So well, that's what, for sure. that's yeah. what, that's what uh, pushed me to want to do podcasting. Yeah. Is because, like, I finally got to the point where I realized, like, I don't fit this for our area. I don't fit the normal mold. Well, I wanna, I don't want to go to a plant. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I'm working in a hospital now, but I don't want to do nursing. That's the main things in our area. I don't yeah. want to do that. What I want to do is be my own boss and create something. Right. And that's probably and so that's where, what made push me. We relate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've always absolutely. since high school, bro. Like I've been, I remember being in school. Like, fuck it, dude. I want to start making T-shirts. You know, Do so I started thing. selling clothes. You mm. know, and then I was like, "Fuck it, I want to rap." Mm. I was a shitty rapper. <laughs> shitty rapper. Well, you also play tennis, so yeah. uh, <laughs> so I wouldn't expect you to be a great rapper. But but hey, this is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but like just that, I just wanted to do my own thing, you know. Yeah. And my buddies, like all, you know, they all like, you know, they all had nice homes. They all, their parents, you know, worked in the plants, so mm-hmm. they were probably gonna work in the plants. 
all right, really nice shit, you know, and I, I appreciated like, you know, going to their homes and seeing their nice things, but I still wanted to carve my own way, you know what right. I'm saying, about living and like growing up into adulthood, like do my own thing. Absolutely. You know, there's so no, you and there's nothing, have this fearlessness. About there's nothing wrong with those, there's nothing wrong with those career choices. Absolutely not. The, Absolutely it's a job, not. it's a noble it's, job that oh, needs to be done. It yeah. makes you a good living, it provides for your family. Yeah. But for me, one thing I've noticed, or one thing that I noticed was I was like, man, I don't want to do this. Mm-mm. I don't want to do that. I don't want to work a job. Where I'm be- I don't care about the money, so I don't want to work a job where I'm going to be miser- miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I knew if I go into a plant, I'm going to be fucking miserable. Yeah. But if I get to do something like this, where I'm with my friends, I'm with people I care about, and we're having a good time and talking, and I can actually create a living out of it. Yeah. That's that's me. That's where I need to be. And all it takes is that risk, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like you just stepping out, you know. And just try it. And if you try scared it. to take that risk. Exactly. And if you try it and you fail, who can, at least you have the guts to try like it. He said, like, if we start by taking the risk, then, I mean, everyone else will follow suit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like We just have to show what can like be. Risk takers. Right. We have to show what can be done. Right. What can be done. That's it. Right, and the sm- I mean the smart ones will learn from our mistakes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and people will be su- successful beyond us. If me, sure. if me and you become successful doing podcasting, we do our podcast and we become su- successful. Yeah. People will learn from us because we're going to talk about it. We're going to say, sure. "Oh, I fucked up well, yeah. in this. I fucked up with this. I shouldn't have trusted this person. I did this." Yeah. And people will learn from that and become more successful than we are and, the, and that's great and the beauty of it is like the people that are breaking ground in this field in this area are willing to support the next you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying the next, next generation next that's generation how everything is. is i mean think like like football like remember randall cunningham yeah. remember when he was the hot shit yeah compare him to lamar jackson he i don't want to say it but yeah. I don't think Lamar, like Randall Cunningham. If you brought him into this league, yeah. wouldn't hold a candle to Lamar. Ja- but yeah. Lamar Jackson wouldn't be him if he didn't see Randall Cunningham. Right, right. You know, but see, like Randall Cunningham was Randall Cunningham. Michael Vick wouldn't be Michael right. Vick without right. Cunningham. Like Kobe wouldn't have been Kobe without Jordan. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Everybody's got to have LeBron that. LeBron wouldn't have been LeBron. I think without Kobe. Right. You know, and right. it's that that they're making that next one. Right. Right. That's kind of the problem with technology. We learn and progress so fast. Fast, yes. It is fast. But it's slow. It's at fast. The, to me, in my opinion, no. it's slow at the same time. Like because, so like, it's fast, but not in the right directions. Like, right. think about all yeah. the technology we have. We, just, we, went to the, we went to space yesterday. We went to fucking space yesterday. And we still have some of the basic problems we're having nowadays. Right. Think about some of the stupid shit that you can't get through in a regular day. Yeah, but they got touch screens now. They got touch screens. <laughs> they got touch matter. screens now in that space shuttle, so you you watch your mouth. <laughs> but they. Yeah. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. That's the funny thing. America just sent two people to the fucking you know damn near the moon. Yeah. And we still got like we can't figure out the problems to homeless people. Right. Like, how does that make sense? I'm not going to throw out my... my, Uh, I'm not going to throw out my homeless... Nope, I'm not going to do that. It's not my podcast. I'm not going to throw out my homeless situation. That I can... We can fix it. People are going to think that you're homeless. Oh, no, I'm not homeless. I'm just saying I have a... I have a solution to the homeless problem. Is it 3D printing? Tax oh, 3D no. print some houses. Hey, there you go. There Tax you go. the churches. Is that it? Tax nope. the churches to get us out no, of debt. You're gonna, you're, gonna <laughs> <edit>. <laughs> you're gonna edit this. You're gonna edit this out because that's not it. 
Not at all. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Good stuff, though, man, for sure. No, but what about uh, really Takashi69? Oh, I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you. Man. Yeah, off record. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you off, uh, no, dude, off the Takashi record. No, dude, Takashi69. So the dude gets out of jail, you know, and then he, like, immediately he drops a song. I forget the name of this. Koopa? Koopa? Some Something shit. Like Something like that. Something I don't know. Silly. He drops a song, and uh, he re- they recorded the song at his home, you know, he's on house arrest. Yeah. Um, but people find out where the fuck he lives, so he had to move. Because he went outside. He went out on his patio. Yeah, and recorded an IG Live video. And people are like, and his neighbor's like, well, hey, you're the only person in America with rainbow hair. Yeah. <laughs> and they recorded him. Fucking stupid ass dude. A you know? lot of people in America have rainbow hair. Uh, my, well, look, my this is not Austin, hair. Texas. Don't okay. get on the hair situation. Rainbow hair, a grill, and tattoos on your face aren't easily found. No. <laughs> no, no, no. My, my only question about him was do you guys think he will have like a successful career? And how long do you think he'll live? <laughs> so that's a trick question. It's one or the other. <laughs> See, hey, it's probably one or the both. Other. <laughs> Probably he'll have both, man, but, but like, I don't know how long he'll have. But he's this, gonna live a while because... Well, this is the issue. Is <laughs> everyone's... I think it depends on I'm if he gets killed, because if he gets killed, he might skyrocket because Nobody's he got killed. Kill right. But, but all the... Uh, are you kidding me? All the bloods are pissed at him. God, America's... Yeah, that's a fucking good one. The but biggest... That's a thing, right though. Now, though. That's a thing, though. To be a I, snitch... I to be a snitch on that level, it's... Bro, that's some real old, shit. But what's scary is he's making it like he's normalizing like snitching. Yeah. All these yeah. new new kids that are following him, like all these younger kids, they think it's okay. Like if you go ask a, a little kid, like, yo, so what do you how do you feel about six nine snitching on all the boy? They're like, uh, it wasn't me, I don't care. Yeah. Nobody you know cares. Nobody as cares. long as I don't get in trouble. It's so yeah. sad though. You know, Which because cool. like we grew up on a coast. Snitches like, get stitches. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like it's, it's, it's like you know, it's like if you're like a thug, gangster, or if you're just a regular person, like you know, like we're regular people. Snitches get stitches, you yeah. know. Yeah. It's, it's the same Y'all concept. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. Aria says that Aria learned it you know, it's just like it's sad that like certain codes that sh- or morals that shouldn't be broken are like broken and like being rewritten in the worst way. You know. Well, I mean that's just because to me it's like what friendship or not friendship, but like I guess friendship has turned more like digital. It's social media oh, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. 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 So something like COVID nineteen just makes it worse because like now you're inside. You know what I'm saying? You want to talk to a friend, it's FaceTime. You can't even see them face to face anymore. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like I'm gonna force you to stay inside, watch the news, and be afraid for your fucking life. And then whenever we allow you to go outside, then we're gonna make something happen to where you gotta go back inside. Well, I mean, think yeah, of, yeah. Well, it's think about too, like when we were kids, middle school, elementary. How many friends do you think we had? The class, ten. Yeah. 20, 20 tops kids you could 20, just name. 20 tops, kids yeah. you could name. Oh yeah, the whole How class. How many kids right now in elementary think have more than a thousand followers on their Instagram? Oh man. Middle school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a middle school boys and girls that have yeah. 500, 600, 800 Oh for followers. sure. Well, like middle schoolers like definitely. Madison said like technology is just, it's, it's moving so fucking fast because like now, uh, my girl's got a 10 year old and a 3 year old, right? Now I can't be sitting in a car 
like listening to a rap song, like rapping the song, without her rapping the song as well. Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't, we don't have anything for ourselves anymore. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah, cool. Yeah, and you're you like, sh- how do you know that? Right. You know, it's cool you can share that moment, but it's scary also when there's like all these curse words and all this shit in these songs. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's and a very where did scary you learn thing. that from? Right. Or just like the Tiger King shit. Like the, our 10 year old knows about like Carol Baskin. Like, how do you know that? <laughs> yeah. How, how TikTok. You, TikTok. TikTok. That's what it <laughs> yeah. is. My son Instagram. right there, he can rap that uh, Carol Baskin song right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, it's, I know exactly where he In a second. <laughs> I'm a really big fan of uh, Gary Vee. Gary and he's, oh, like, yeah. he, he's, he's like great. an advocate for TikTok. My problem with TikTok right. is the the audience is way too broad. You got seven year olds to fifty year olds. Yeah. Oh, that's too broad of I have, an audience. I have a, co- a I have a coworker. Platform. I have a coworker who's a security guard who is sixty five. He has the posture of like a jumbo shrimp. Like he is, <laughs> he is messed up. This old dude is so messed up. And I walked up Holy there, and he's shit. watching TikToks the other morning. And I was like, I told him, I said, "Hey, I was like, you know, you're too old for TikTok." And he's like, "Well, there's some old people on here." And I was like, "Yeah, you. <laughs> you're it." Dino dad. There's too many it, dinosaur. Yeah, dinosaur. Dinosaur. Yeah. That's the Datasaur. only problem I have with TikTok. Like we we allow Cadence to have it, whatever. She makes her little dance challenge videos, but. My only problem with it is it's the audience is too broad. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be like you have you can scroll one way, see a girl doing an OnlyFans fucking promo ad, yeah. and then you scroll again and you see an eight year old doing a, a dance challenge. You know, like it's just too. Well, yeah, he's talking about a 65 year old that he works with, and I have a you know 20 year old client that the whole time I'm doing her hair, she's scrolling through TikTok videos. Yeah. <laughs> I it's, swear, I feel like you get dumber by the minute watching those videos. <laughs> that's why I don't have TikTok. I can't, I can't get with I it. think that's what yeah. I meant, too, when I said I think technology is slow. It's slow, Because yeah. it's like, well, because I, I tell Madison, you have no excuse to be an idiot today. Oh, you have no excuse oh. to be ill-informed right. today. Right. To have fucking, the, 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 everyone has a phone. Everyone has a smartphone. Look it right. up. It'll answer there anything was, you want to know. what, uh, like, news, uh, site said this but supposedly like the world's getting smarter it's like no the world's not getting smarter you have the fucking answer in your hand at all times think about it if we're mm-hmm. texting each other right me and him are texting mm-hmm. you ask me a question like we're te- we're not having a combo like this we're texting you ask me something i don't gotta tell you i don't know i could simply google that shit right. really yeah. fast send you the answer you think i'm a genius now mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like well I heard, that's why school curriculum is changing they're not so much worried about you, uh, I forgot what it, I forgot exactly what they're focusing on, but they're not so much focusing on the dates. Mm. I might be getting this backwards, but I think they're not so much focusing on the dates of like when things happened, but they're focusing on actually what happened. Mm. Because you don't need to know when or anything. You can just look it up. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just look it up. Yeah. So you just they're they're more focusing on exactly like, what was going like on. Details. Yeah. Details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's good. It's almost like a. Uh, that's what, and that's, of course, I might be wrong, but that's what I heard. Not that. I, I'm, that sounds. I mean, correct. I'm sure. Right. That, I'm, I'm sure sense. different school districts do different things. But, yeah. I mean. States. Yeah. Maybe. Also true. You know, I, just, I can't no, even school imagine. districts because my my classes in Houston. I was in fifth grade in Houston, and I learned algebra. Well, see, how does Damn. that work? Because well, see, that's, that's true, but at the same time, the each district. state has mm-hmm. their own, but each state has their regulations. Minimums. Each state has their own minimums. 
Each school district has, has like their own curriculum. Yeah, has their own curriculum, and that's whoever is head of that curriculum. But at the same time, the reason oh, Houston could teach their fifth graders algebra is because, I mean, I was grad my graduating class in Houston was nine hundred and fifty some kids. Oh yeah, and see, like you know, they the, had the, the money. The size school district, mm-hmm. like Northwest Houston, the curriculum so fucking advanced. And it's because you know they have the money to, you know, when I was in middle school, we had a science wing with science labs and like. Yeah. We had a math wing with math teachers. Those and all schools this have so much money coming in, you know. And they're hiring nine hundred dollars. And they're hiring nine hundred students. And yeah. they're hiring almost professors, yeah. you know, in high school. They have professors, yeah. you know, with not that you know our teachers don't have real degrees, but you know, there's a bit of a difference <laughs> between you know one of the teachers we had here in our area versus a professor who's teaching, you know. In there's Houston. definitely teachers that stand out. There's teachers that stand sure. up. Well, sure. remember being in like in even high school, dude. I remember like the uh fucking like uh, the phone that flipped open like this. Yeah, right? The sidekick? Not the sidekick. No, it was the like uh, phone. Envy oh, or some shit. Oh, no, you're talking phone. about the chocolate too, man. Or the chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> the chocolate. <laughs> remember being chocolate in school, one? like for us high school, like doing this. Imagine now, like kids have fucking. Full on touchscreen phones, Apple watches. Yeah. You know, like, what, what do you mean the phone? You can probably have it. How hard it AirPod was. in your AirPod, ear. AirPod, AirPod in your ear. Yeah, we had I wore. I had my earphones down my sleeve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. right here. I did the same thing. Yeah, or the hoodie, you know, like yeah. yeah. But could you imagine like if we could have went to middle school with these social media things? Oh man, that's popular. We had Facebook. Oh, not Facebook. We had MySpace. <laughs> hey, MySpace. I remember hey. AOL, like the dial-up shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. getting on AIM and like waiting. There was nothing. There was nothing like on MySpace and putting your friends in check when you'd make that list. I'm not your top eight. What? Yeah, you're, I mean, what? Why'd you move me down? Or like AOL when you hear the door open. You got <laughs> <it>. <laughs> or like whenever you hear it slam, I'm like, damn, damn, she got off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's out. All right, well, okay. it is what it is. she probably went to sleep. That's it's not me. It's her. <laughs> yeah, man. Time, times have changed. For sure. Crazy. Yeah. Such a short period of time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, bro. Like the cell phone. My uncle went to prison for a long time. So <laughs> when he went to prison, yeah. they didn't even have beepers yet. Oh, he wow. came out of prison. We were on the iPhone 4. That's just a catastrophe. He, came out. Like, he was like, what? He no. came out and was like, what the fuck is going on? He probably See, wanted to go get on like a like an old Dell desktop. It's like, no, nah, like we got it on our hands now. Like, yeah. Could you imagine? Oh, Coming oh, out to oh that? He's like, where's that? Where's that noise? That. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Not that anymore. No. Like See, that's that's my argument, and I don't know if we want to get into this or not. But that's my argument for uh, aliens and life on like other planets. One hundred percent. Man, look, the first iPhone came out in two thousand seven, right? You fast forward thirteen years. Yeah. It can now look at your face, know it's you, and it's like, yeah, sure, you're the, you're my owner. Open me up. It's good to go. Now, if life started on another planet, say twenty years even. No, let's just no. Let's be realistic. Let's say a hundred thousand years before us. They're a hundred thousand years more advanced than us. Ooh. Ooh. Could you imagine? Yeah, Ooh. Never thought about that. Those, 
You know hey, what I've always what what would be funny that I vote that no one ever talks about is what if we're the ones that are a thousand years ahead? Right. That's, <laughs> That's very That's true. What if we're a thousand years ahead and we just can't find them? I just right. feel like we it's see a bunch so of motherfuckers ignorant. on rowboats on another planet. <laughs> yeah. Like you go to another planet and cavemen, cavemen everywhere. Planet. <laughs> like, no, what if they're like catching up and like with everything going on, we burn down every fucking thing, we blow up the fucking world, and then they catch up finally, and it just happens again, mm-hmm. and then it happens yeah. again. Or what if they're like, we don't want to be stupid like them. (laughs) Maybe they'll learn from our mistakes. You know? There's a a video. I'm seeing you guys the link. It's called The Egg. I want y'all to watch this video. It's only like, I want to say like six or seven minutes long. It's it's super good. You gotta watch it. It's on YouTube. It's called The Egg. It's basically just about reincarnation. But it's the way they explain it and everything. You're just like, holy fuck. Like, what if that's... No, I oh, I already know about reincarnation. I'm, I'm, what I'm a doing? guy in Texas. Oh, I'm a, I'll tell you right now. I'm a white guy in Texas. When I die, I'm gonna be a pecan tree. A pecan tree. How many that. times have That's I said I want to be a Texas, tree? That's gonna be living Texas, baby. Okay. I say it all the time. I want to be a tree. No, well, you don't have a choice, really. But you're gonna be a tree. <laughs> that is what it is. Well, that's a, a, I, I'm. I'm gonna be a pecan tree, and then I'm be in somebody's notebook. Okay, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. What if you? Yeah. What if you're just different people until you get it right? You know what I'm saying? That'd be great. Like, One of my friends says that all the time. Same person, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she says you're reincarnated until you get it right. And but then... it's like it sucks for the people that never get it fucking right. <laughs> but does it? They keep coming back. I thought we're on the Earth. can't get it right. It's one of those eight billion people here. <laughs> Can't get it right. Because there's too many motherfuckers that can't get it right. Why is there so many motherfucking snakes on the motherfucking plane? Well, technology keeps advancing, so just no one ever dies. And we just that's keep... a problem. That would be a disaster. Well, see, no, see that's, that's what I was talking at. about. That's with, where we're at. We were right. talking about the microchip earlier. Yeah. Elon Musk is microchip is what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, and he was talking about just having like you know bionicle arms and shit. Like eventually, like it... well, did you hear about the microchip for the brain that he's? No. Supposedly, he's thinking he's five to ten years away from this. But basically, he's talking about this little one, huh? Uh, this little one-inch <laughs> microchip that he put in in your skull and it yeah. connect to your uh, neurological system. Yeah. And it would literally give you the ability to walk if you you paralyzed. It would fix your eyes. Anything neurological, like if you went blind or even if your eyesight were to fade. It would uh, fix your eyesight. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be able to, um, in real time, detect things like you know heart attacks, uh, seizures, and it would stop them so fast that the symptoms wouldn't even start. And it was a scary thought because it's like it is a scary thought. You know, because, because if you keep reproducing and nobody dies, then what? Right, especially coming from somebody like Elon, because like that's the dude that can do it. Right, right, <laughs> absolutely. And it's crazy, man. Is, yeah, I, man. I feel like I trust him. I, I, yeah, trust him. I would too, I but like him. I don't. But it's one of those things. It's like when you watch those movies, like like the Transformers was one I always think about. Oh, the yeah. government wanted to take Transformers, but the Transformers didn't trust them with those weapons. I trust Elon with his invention. I don't trust what people would do with it. Yeah. Right. Yes. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that's cool. And, and I know you have great intentions in doing this, but someone's going to take advantage And honestly, uh, Transformers is a good example because it's like alien like warfare. It's why it's, they would, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like technology-esque, like, but aliens as well. You know, it's like, well, think about it. Because if you think about the world and the wars we've been in, I mean, Hiroshima, for example, how long ago was that? 
And how much damage did we do? Imagine how far have we come since that day in military technology? What would we do if we decided, ah, oh, let's level that country? You're the yeah. only person that mm. would know that. I mean, but still, but that's at this but, table. But it's right. it's a scary thought to think it is, that it is. you know how think about the cell phone, how far that's advanced. How far do you think that atomic bomb has changed? You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. How far do you? Yeah. They've surpassed that. See, you know that, how many jets we've had since since that happened? And it's a scary thought. It yeah. is a scary. Thought. That's why this is how I can tell I'm not mature enough yet. Because that's where your brain goes. Mm -hmm. My brain goes to a 13-year-old in his basement hacking into some, like, 80-year-old guy and making him do the fucking Dougie in Walmart. <laughs> and he's fucking sitting there dancing because he hacked into his microchip. That's where my brain goes. Mm. He's just like... Well, know, see, I've also thought. Just I think, love no, picking his brain. I see that, I've seen that other side of... It's very interesting. ...what the government... Because the thing about it is, like, people in the civil world complain about bosses, who they work for, whatever... But you've never worked for someone in the military. And I've explained right, to her, right. when you're in the Navy and you reach the level of chief, do you know what it takes to get you fired? An act of Congress. It takes an act of... You know how much balls you would have if you knew that it took an act of Congress to take your job away? Right. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> you yeah, know, think you about that confidence. Man. I have some balls yeah. now. Think I about it. Like... But think about, you know... And now, no disrespect because they deserve it. You know, yeah. anyone who knows anyone who's made chief, senior chief, master chief, you know, you deserve it. Because those years, that's 20, 20 years at least, yeah. of, you know, committing your life to it. So you deserve it. But still, like to go up the ranks like that, you got to, and you're crawling through some mud right. to get up I feel up like there. that proves so many points. Like these higher up people have these huge balls because what's it going well, to take to take them it. down? Well, think about it. When you when you hear a politician talk and they're kind of ballsy, but you ever heard someone from the military talk? Remember when Mattis was getting up there and talking and all that shit he was talking? People were like, holy fuck, this guy's going to start <laughs> World War Three, and he don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that mentality. It is what it is. That's why when you have your marine friends and you meet them, you're like, man, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's like when you know so much, like, and I mean, like, know meaning like, you so many secrets. It's sort of hard. Like, you've gotten to a point where you've you've learned like the position that to 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 uh, to figure out these secrets or to you've earned. You are in the title to, to know these secrets. Uh, like the things we talked about, these conspiracy theories, they know if it's right or wrong. Right, yeah. right, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So, so it's it's hard to like demote that person, you know what I'm saying? Or just be like, oh, you're fucking fine. You, you know too much. I got to kill you. Mm -hmm. You know? That's how these accidents happen. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know? I feel like that's all anyone wants is the truth. And you know? people know the truth. Just tell us the fucking truth. But see, this, this is where... But that's the look lifestyle that they have created for themselves that they would lose, and that's it. And I could see it as being a scary thought in their shoes. It still because comes down how, to money. Because think about right. how many times you've known something and you're scared to tell somebody. Oh, right. Imagine what they feel. Yeah. But not justifying what they're doing if it's wrong, but yeah. But what you what we were just talking about though. Is where, and this is my mindset, and sometimes I feel like it's really, it's it's not great that I think this way, but also times I do think it is good that I think this way. I don't care. I yeah. don't care about that type of stuff. Because at the end of the day, there's, at the end of the day, there's nothing I can do about it personally. There so, a... I worry about me, and I worry about what I can take care of, right. and that's it. Other yeah. than that, whatever. You know, if aliens are, exist, and y'all are hiding it from me, cool. 
tell me when you want. Because at the end of the day, there's nothing I can do about it. It's funny you say that. And that's because, the way I think about uh, it. There is an old, there's an older guy that I work with, and he made this point. He says if young kids really wanted to change, they would stop worrying about who the president was, and they would worry about who their mayor was, because that's the man who actually affects your life. Mm. Is your mayor, your governor, I your love state? Our mayor. We, I do too. And I love the mayor we have now. But if you really wanted to make a difference, go to a city councilman, because they're the ones that make the local laws. You yeah. Know? Think about like. You don't have the American driver's license, you have a Texas license. Yeah. True. It's yeah. not True. valid in other True. states. So why are you so worried about Trump when maybe you should be worried about your government? Oh, I, I because love that goes, you know, that I love goes up the hill. You know what I mean? If you vote the mayor and you love your mayor and this bone has a mayor, the next town over, and they all have their mayors and yeah. we're doing a good job, mm-hmm. then those people vote for the government. But, but I had a one-on-one phone call conversation with our mayor. A week ago, mm-hmm. and he told me when it comes down to it, he has no say. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I love when. Uh, so when you look at the bigger picture, well, I love when Greg Abbott rolls up to his little podium and just fucking drops a gem on us because Greg Abbott is killing it. The other reason Greg, he, really, he doesn't he, have Greg say is great. It's, the, it's also like I said, it's the government that people are saying who's having the say. Yeah, that's how it's supposed somewhere. to. And if you right. learn, if younger people would learn, like the fact that. Everyone thought Trump was getting impeached and had no idea how that process mm-hmm. even worked or who had would no replace. idea was, how the process was even baffling worked. to me yeah, because right. all you had to do was if you saw that article like we said earlier, Google is Trump getting impeached? No. How does a president get impeached? Like it mm-hmm. takes you thirty seconds. You have yeah. the answer. But these people were just so dumb they weren't. They didn't care. This is based off hearsay, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's what they heard. Everything is hearsay now. Yeah, it sucks, you know? And it's so, like, persuasive, though. It's it like, is. Nobody why? takes the time to just Google it. Yeah, it's because you can literally it's what, Google it. The best thing you can do for yourself is, when you see something going on, do your own research first. Yeah. Just like you telling me earlier about um, some conspiracy theory, and I told you, I was like, I, I don't doubt you. I'm going to do the research myself. Yeah. And that's not a disrespect to you. That's just like, okay, well, for me, I have to look at it. I have to look at it. I have, to, I have go to, to see it with my own eyes. I have to see it myself. I have to do my research and figure it out on my on my own, on my own terms. And then we'll come back and talk about it. That's, I mean, that's everything. That's everything. And educate yourself on everything. Yeah. That's like, and again, this is hard for me to say because I am, and I really don't want to bring the whole race issue up again. And it's hard for me to say because I am a white guy. Yeah. But... I see these people protesting on, you know, a random street corner somewhere. And I'm, I, to me, I look at it and I think, why are you there? Because if you really want to make a change, why wouldn't you protest in front of your uh, town hall? Why wouldn't you protest in front right. of your uh, court in your, in your town? Well, protest somewhere. Somewhere important. Somewhere important where people of power are going to see it. Right. And see the the mass amount of people that you have. If you have six hundred people with you, that's a big deal. That's a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people. Bring they're those gonna, people. They're gonna hear you. Right. Sure. They're gonna hear your message. Bring those people to a place of power and show them this is look. This is just people that came out. Yeah. There's people that support us at home, but this is just people who came out to took time out of their day to stand here and stand up for something. You have to. You have to. You, if you're gonna protest. To me, in my opinion, you have to protest somewhere that matters. Right, and it, there has to be some sort of substance behind it. Don't right. do it because the next person's doing it, or because, like yeah. you said earlier, because you want to record an Instagram live video. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, mean, it's like... Um, mean it if you're going to do it. Mean it. Right. Yeah, you got to. But, like, I just feel like some people really need to evaluate what their protest is. Like, there's so many times I'll see, and I hate when I see it, I'll see a Black Lives Matter movement, and it makes no sense. Like, I was, I'll, you ever just, like, read the signs to these pictures? Like, I saw a sign the other day on a Black Lives Matter uh, protest, and this woman was walking with a sign that said, free all black people. And I was like, what? The, no, like, if he's guilty, it doesn't matter if he's white or black. He's yeah. fucking guilty. And then... Guilty is guilty, guilty. I remember, <laughs> I don't know if anybody's really into boxing, but there was a Tyson Fury versus Wilder fight. And there were so many people posting that you have to be on Tyson uh, or on Wilder's Wilder. side because he was black. And they were disrespecting the black guys who were for Fury yeah, because he I was what? And I'm like, that's that's the dumbest. Like, how would you feel if a white guy said that? Like, well, how are you supporting that black guy? You, they would feel completely different. You know, you need to know what you're saying. And, but this is the thing, though. And if I saw that, I saw that about the the Wilder and Fury. But this is the thing: people were saying that, and they were almost they're more focused on literally on the color of your skin than actually where you're from. Because if you boil it down, Fury is a bigger uh, minority than Wilder is. He was. Because he was Fury was from so. London, or from yeah. the United Kingdom. Yeah. So he is a bigger minority than Wilder is. So it's it's more about skin color than it is about where you're from. Well, yeah, because a lot of and people... And where you, how you grew up. I it's, think it's not the, about the problem with, with America is... We have white people, but like I've told Madison, like what is that? Well, what what is what is a white guy? Like right. where is that anywhere else? What are <laughs> white people? You yeah, you say that, well, but at the same time, on. but like, and, and there's no disrespect to white people, but like if I go to Germany and I call someone white, they're gonna be offended because he's not white, he's German. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to Australia, they're not white, they're Australians. You know, I understand it's just because of how America was founded and whatever. Yeah, but. That is, you know, yeah, well, it's it's crazy. It's just. But sad. he says all the time, like if you don't know where you came from, then like you're just gonna be another white person. Yeah. Not that he's white, but like if you don't know your background, then what are you? Yeah. Because because yeah. I because when I, I don't know my background, that's how I feel. I'm still, I don't, I don't just, either. I learned it actually. What are we? White, <laughs> literally Fuck. white, the whitest you can <laughs> get. Cage, well, the, well, the, the, no, the conversation. Like Wales and England. Yeah. And the like conversation though, white. the conversation came up because we were. I think it was it's come up a couple times. We've talked New about Year's this a lot because yeah. a lot of times when we do things, my family, being mostly Mexican, has these Mexican heritage things. And when I talk to other Mexican families, they do it. Yeah. You know, there's certain things we do at certain times of the year, and it's just. That's how we grew up. It's well, part of our heritage. It's part of, you know, things we brought. You know, my family, because we're technically Spaniard. We came from yeah. Spaniard to Mexico. It's things that we brought the whole way through that just continued on. A lot of white people don't have that. You know, you got your few, you know, because some of them are proud. Like He I makes feel, fun of us all the time for having no culture. Well, it's and true. And I'm trying to figure out true. what is white. It's true. There's nothing. There's Nothing there is, is we white. We don't have a there. And this is another thing. That I've I've noticed I've and I've noticed about this uh, all these protests and I appreciate it is white people don't give a fuck about each other the way black people do no, and that's very not. true if people and white people don't like to say you care about your family and you care about the people close to you but you do not we do not care and they maybe also, this is just me I'm speaking for myself 
I do not care about a white person that I don't know anything about. And that's not, and I'm not trying to be mean. But you care about your family. I care about my family and people who are important to me. But the black and my and my friends who are my friends who are white, black, people who are close to me, no matter your race, I care about you. But people who I don't, I do not care about. Okay, bye. Black people have a sense of community that we do not have, and that's great. I I love it. I love seeing. It's a good thing and a bad thing because there's like this internal conflict with within black people. We kill each other more That's than what I was about kill, to say. That was about us. to say. It's yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? We like, support yeah. each other and destroy each other. Yeah, so it's like better a better than anybody okay. else. Yeah, it's 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 like a gift and a curse. I was trying to search for the movie earlier, well, but there's a there's a scene that has stuck with me my whole life and it's it's an old movie, it's right. If I find the movie I'm gonna let you know. But yeah. um, it's a scene where there's these two cellmates. There's this white guy and one cell and they throw this black guy right next to him. Black guy looks at him, starts cussing him out because the white guy had swastikas and shit all over him. Obviously, he was racist. Yeah. White guy just starts laughing, starts says, "Hey, you know, Edward, what are you in for?" You know, he says, "I oh, killed someone, Bob." I said, "Think you tough?" He said, "I like you." The white guy says, "You like me? What do you mean? I thought you're racist." And just going back and forth because yeah. he's talking about his gang and stuff. He says, "You know why I like you?" He said, "What?" He goes, "What color was that man you killed?" <laughs> and the black guy just sat there. He had nothing to say. Right. Like, exactly. And the white guy just sat back in his cell. It's crazy. And for it's me, it's like, it, it is. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a powerful statement. You told he's, me that before. He's you right. You know? Uh-uh, you know what? Yeah, this is so old. But. This, this, uh, this might be a, a hot take, I guess you'd say. This is something I've been thinking for a long time. America, America as we are, is built on teams. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Everything we have is founded on Picking a side and picking a team. At let's go to presidents. Starting off presidents, boom. Why do we not? Why do we always have to pick between two people at the end of the day? At there's more options. At the end of the day, it's a democratic republic. Why? You pick a team. You red? Are you red or are you blue? Yeah. That's what we pick. That's not right. At, at the end of the day, if there was no teams and it was just pick the best person, we would have the best president at the end of the day. Yeah. We would. Yeah. It, but it doesn't matter. You pick democratic or republic. Because those are the two main teams, and somebody's going to win out of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not right. But everything we... I mean, people beat the shit out of each other if you like the fucking Eagles. If mm-hmm. you're in Dallas and you're an Eagles fan, yeah. you might get that ass whooped, my yeah. man. Yeah. That's how it is. Or like everything, the neighbor, same every, neighborhood, every, you wear the wrong color shirt. Yeah. Every, if you think about it, literally every team, every major team, it's red or blue. Everything. I mean, that's from mm-hmm. gang members Everything. to oh, fucking yeah. video sports. games, American Anything. League, National League, absolutely, absolutely. basketball, Bloods, Crips, UFC, Red Corner, Blue Corner. Right Everything. there, you go. Everything in America is based off of a team. You pick your team, you pick your side, yeah. and that's what to me is the most fucked up because Divide. most people, it, everything right. is it's built on division. Let's right. divide the country. If it was, if it was up to me. This one white, this one guy in Texas, it would be. There's no more. There's no more political parties. Let's just everybody. You come up there. What is your belief? What is your beliefs? What do you want to put in order? Who do you want to? Who do you want to appoint into your cabinet? Whatever. Let's go. Well, and then and then you you vote based off that. Yeah. But our country's divided off picking a team. Oh, man. You pick, and that's what some people might so not how have do we even. Eliminate that? Some people might not have even liked Trump, yeah. but they're like, well. Well, also, I, like, 
I have to. He's he's on my team. Right. Well, also, like that's at the same right. time, that's that happened. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but it happened with Obama. How many yeah. people? I could name a few right now. How many people voted for him because he was black, or didn't vote for him yeah. because I he was someone. black? Exactly, but you know, we we all know, you know, there were so many people who were just like, black guy running for president, he got my vote. You have no because idea. Because they didn't want to be racist. You didn't want to be racist, but you didn't stand for what he stood for. Right. You had no right. idea what he wanted to do. And not saying right. Obama was a bad president or anything, no. but that Obama. just goes back into it. Like, you got to learn. <laughs> You gotta research more. You gotta know right. what you're getting into. But that's what I'm saying. That's what my point. Like I've noticed, I noticed a lot recently. I, I probably in the past two years, I've noticed a lot. Everything has to do with teams. And yeah. like, like I said, me coming from a sports, like sports, like that's what I grew up with. I look at it saying, okay. Like, like I said, Cowboys and Eagles. Yeah. People, people will fight each other over liking a different football team. What does it have? What does it have to do with anything? It was really eye-opening to me. I talked to Larry Spears Jr. Jr. And I was saying I was worried for, like, our community and, like, America in general. Like, how everyone was turning on each other. And, like, if everything got crazy, like, were we going to stand together as a community like we have in the past with all the hurricanes and stuff like that? You know, we'd really come together. And he was like, you know, a lot of us have been... And fear and like scared for our life as long as we've been here. Yeah. Like racism wise, uh, like everyone, a lot of people have been scared for their life always. Well, and like we're scared for our life now and it's terrifying, but a lot of them have lived in fear always. Well, see, that's the problem. Like I've and always I, had. I really had never thought about it until he said that. I well, mean, like yeah, I've thought true. about it, obviously, but, but not to that extent. But see, yeah. that's the thing. Me and you don't. Me and you have never realized that. Well, see, that's from a, our, just from us being white. That's what I was thinking about with and a couple of your friends who made some comments about people who blame Trump for racism. Like I always see it from white people. White people blame Trump for racism. White people blame Trump for being racist. But like we've discussed. It's generational. Right. I'm not saying Trump made them racist. I think he brought them the light to white people. White people have realized, oh shit, white people are still racist. Like they're seeing it because in reality, if you're white, your best friend could be racist and you could go years and never know it. Yeah. Because he's never gonna show you that time. <laughs> Alright, let's see. I'll just stop it for a minute. Yeah, so we're about two hours in, everybody. Uh, closing statements. I think we uh, we got a, a lot of content today. We touched on a lot of different things. This is a fucking cool-ass cat. You might go home with that. He's very spoiled. The best yeah. cat ever. He acts like a dog. That's why everyone likes him. Oh, it's cool. I've had all my clients come into the house, and I think I should probably start warning them because a lot of people are allergic. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I'm allergic. I'm but right you're here. Fine. I have Benadryl. You didn't see my <laughs> eyes earlier? <laughs> no. Ben okay, my girl terrified. broke up with me earlier. Sally's <laughs> so, terrified of that case. Like, I'm allergic. <laughs> so, Kate, how do we how do we steer in a different direction? How do we change the way we steer in a different direction? How everything's going right now. I don't know, man. We touched on a lot of good topics, man. I think we I think we said a lot of uh, important stuff. I think we said what needed to be said. Um. I don't know, man. How do, how should we end it? What do you think?
No, it's like how how should the world go in a different direction? <laughs> Honestly, hey, I think everyone should just keep taking pills. Yeah. Well, like uh, I'm trying to just well, focus on being here, home with the family. I think Korea does it pretty good. Um, in the fact Korea. that yeah, well, Korea has. <laughs> Korea has a mandatory two years military service, and I oh, feel I like I feel like that because there's a lot of jobs in the military that keep you out of combat zones. There's a lot of jobs in the military. I mean, there's lawyers, there's doctors, you know, there's you know accounting, there's admin type jobs, but it's more about that boot camp. You know, you come out a different person. It's mm-hmm. that teamwork. But the thing I've always, you know, I, I was in the Navy, but the thing I've always admired about the Marine Corps is that. When you graduate boot camp, you're not a man, you're not a woman, you're not black, you're not white, you're a Marine. Right. I feel like if people were just Americans... Right, just like identify like as a human as opposed yeah. to, you know what I'm saying, as opposed to like you're... Yeah, like you're... Because we're here to be Americans. Like exactly. We are Americans. We're proud. We're supposed to be proud to be Americans. And other countries are supposed to hate us for being Americans. That's and, just how it is. And see, we are... We are proud to be Americans, but at different times. See, this is the thing. Right. When, you, when, when, when the like Olympics said, start, when teams, when America is a team, right, we're proud to be an American. Right. When the Olympics start, we don't, we don't go like if the if the if the U.S. is not going to win gold in something, we don't go for Russia well, because they're white. We we we're just like whatever, whoever wins wins. But at the end of the day, like when you watch when the and this is a weird. Uh, Analogy, I guess you'd say, but when you watch the Olympics, you go for America, no matter who's, no matter who's racing, yeah. no matter who's racing, no matter who's fucking pole vaulting, doing yeah. the javelin throw, it doesn't matter. You're going for America. It doesn't matter the race. Mm-hmm. So why, at the end of the day, when we go see, when you're living your day to day life, are you worried about the racist somebody? Nobody, nobody here at the table is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Why is race an issue in our day to day life? Right. Whenever. We can put it all aside for something as simple as the fucking Olympic Games. Yeah. You're going that, for the... That's, that's American so American is the team. Yeah. No matter the race. American is the team. It's Here. just like when we go to war with anybody. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you want America to win. Right. Whether you agree with the war or not, because you know what happens if you lose. Yeah. Right. Straight up. That's very true. That's great, man. Beautiful. Well, I appreciate you guys, you know, coming on. I appreciate you guys... Uh, well, um, I appreciate you guys allowing me to come in your, your humble uh, labode, if you will. <laughs> Got a good little buzz, for sure. Stumbling on words. I'm going to take this cat home with me, though. That's for Zeus. <laughs> You're going to have to fight him for it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, that cat stayed out Madison's cat had that kittens. Cat <laughs> <laughs> Madison's cat had kittens. And the day that she had, they all came out, and I picked that one. That was, I didn't even know what it was going to look like. I was like, that was mine. Yeah, yeah he that was it. Cool and uh, he ended up being the coolest cat of the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, cool, Only cat cool. I've ever really had that was mine. <laughs> What's his yeah. name? Zeus. Zeus. Orange. He looks like Zeus. <laughs> because he was, when he was little, he was fluffy, and he reminded me of Zeus's beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're still a cat owner. So. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've also had the biggest pet boy anybody's ever had, so I feel like I broke neutral. Do you guys want to throw out your handles or anything? Like tell everyone how to follow follow Uh, y'all? Fuller hair and brows. That's all I got. There you go. (laughs) Fuller hair and brows, for sure. You're right. 
Actually, Tell them where it's at. Full, at, full of hair and brows at Orange, Texas, nope, nope. Instagram. Instagram, there it is. <laughs> where you hair and brows on Instagram. Actually, sure. instead of throwing out mine, I'd actually rather throw out a buddy's. Um, it's a buddy Arada. Yes. Asian Kid Cuddy on Instagram. Go look him up. Uh, he's gotten me real big into yoga lately. And uh, I believe this week coming up, he's going to start doing uh, some classes. Uh, I want to say 9.30 of Zoom, but hit him up on Facebook, Instagram. It's really changed my life, yoga. I you should check him out. You should try I'm, it out. I'm, I'm going to check know, him out for it sure. helps I'm, with some stress and stuff. Yeah. Hit him up. If you can't get a touch of him, hit me up, and I will send you that way. Real good sure. market. Asian Ooh. Kid Cody on Instagram. Cool, sure, cool. Sure. Arada Young, for anyone who knows who that is, which I'm sure a lot of y'all do. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cool. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just at Cape Fuller underscore on Instagram. I don't have a lot going on. I don't do yoga and I don't cut your hair, but I will make you laugh occasionally. So that's what it is. There it is. There it is. I appreciate it. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>